back, folks, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Loss of Lieutenants. I'm your host, Kevin, and on tonight's show, I'm joined by fellow host, Jacob. On tonight's show, we're going to be discussing the recent summer seminar from CB. But first, we will check in, as we usually do, with our hosts. Jacob, what have you been up to? Uh, I've been getting into Spiral Core lately. Um, decided to try and branch out and uh, make my life just that little bit more difficult by um, having to try and find a whole bunch of Toha models to get secondhand. I have seen your um, post up on the internet, uh, Australia. Managed to managed to get most of Toha together. What's the most difficult model that you can like to get in Toha right now? Probably, probably the one I'm trying to get right now. <laughs> probably the Gorgos pilot. I don't mm. think anyone anyone was really interested in running the Gorgos in the first place, and then even more so, less interested in watching their Gorgos uh, get, turn into a S two model. Oh, I would have thought. I mean, I would have thought. I think. Oh, I guess so. People just don't have the Gorgos model, and therefore don't have the pilot to give you. Yeah. Well. well yeah. I mean, how many pilots do you own? Two. <laughs> One for each yeah. of my tags that I have. <laughs> I think I've got, I got the um, oh, what's it called? Uh, whatever the one is for Aleph is called. I'm not even going to try and remember how, the Marut. What the hell it's called? No, no, sorry, not the Marut. Oh, I couldn't, couldn't remember what the pilot's called. Oh, I don't name. know. I think we just call them pilots, don't we? Yeah, yeah. Um, I got that one incidentally because it happened to come with um, uh, oh. the Dunabas hacker. Oh, and I think. Okay. I think the pilot for the Avatar and all that, uh, again, I think came with something else that I just got incidentally. Doesn't it come with the Avatar? Actually, I think you're I'm right. I'm pretty sure it comes I with the Avatar, right. which is why I was right. confused why you thought it was... I thought that doesn't the Gorgos pilot come with the Gorgos? No, the Gorgos comes with a... Um, has a peripheral. Oh, right, but no pilot. Okay, yeah, so that's like buying the, like, the Magrib Guard. You have to buy the pilot separately. But yeah. when, you, when you buy the Anaconda, you get the pilot, you get the operator with that. But I guess that's an operator, yeah. not a pilot. Yeah, right. Okay, so the Gorgos pilot is hard. So you're planning on running a Gorgos in Spiral, or, or are you just trying to be hipster like us? No, you, can, you, you can't. You can't run a Gorgos in Spiral. Only oh, Toha. Oh yeah. Just, some of, some of the yeah. shit that Toha can pull can pull off. I'm interested to get into once I can actually have games in person. Yeah, right. Um, but do you, have you had uh, any recent games? Yeah, yeah. I had one recently um, at um, a local player's house, Peter. Um, it was Spiral Core versus um, uh, Tunguska. I had a game previous to him against um, another player, Kellum, um, and my list was just just not. It was just not good. I saw. Um, I think I was there for that game. How, how did that, that one didn't end so well for uh, Toha or Spiral? He, he, I got, I got, I got assassinated bad. Just uh, for days yeah. up my ass, killing all my important things. Callum does love running double for days and just um, going first and yeeting them into <laughs> your yeah, most expensive was, pieces. It was, it was annoying because I think when Callum started, he was playing Assassins. And I watched him play a game and he finished his game and I was telling him how, um, especially with, with, with the for days, the, their role to infiltrate into your deployment zone is not that bad it's like 75 percent chance to do it i yeah. think or 70 percent chance to do it so if if you th- feel like you need to go for it roll it especially if you've got like two of them yeah um, for sure and so after halfway through the game is like you're the one who told me how to do this <laughs> for day. i was like oh great that's yeah that's um, funny i think my because my, i sort of started with assassins or, or hack islam i guess more generally mm. and I, I i think i spent my entire 
like I never I always over infiltrated my fides if I was going first like always and I don't think I ever failed an impersonation role until I started playing combined army like the first time I ever ro- rolled a specular yeah. I was like oh sweet speculars are better than fides they've got monofilament I'll just roll a and I think I'm pretty sure I rolled a 15 which would have been a pass if it was a fide but it's a failure because it's a speculo and I'm like fuck this I'm not I'm never doing that again yeah if you're listening to this and you have a a, a- D20 new, you roll it a couple of times and see how many games you'd actually pass it. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I've been running Tigers a lot and they just love rolling 18, so I'm not I'm not so sure about that. But um yeah, so I had the game against Kellum, um, but re- regardless of how well his Huck Islam did, and it did do well, there was just issues with my list that I needed to fix. Mm, okay. So I had an, I had another game against Peter, similar list but with a decent number of tweaks. Um, and while, while I do think, uh, Spiral Core is a hard, uh, a hard, um, matchup for Tunguska, you know, all that hacking prowess is pretty much useless. Mm. Um, cause all my two wound guys aren't heavy infantry anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, he, the match went much differently. The, uh, models, uh, the fire teams that I had together, um, Worked a lot better. So wait, so wait. What did you, um, what did you have for our listeners out there who who know what Toha is and Spiral more specifically? <laughs> yeah. So I had, right, so one triad was the Tagma Tricor, Thrall, um, AP Marksman Rifle, and the Kasul uh, Assault Pioneer, which is right. the Engineer. Oh, okay, I don't think I ever uh, heard see that unit up at all. Is he good? But it's, uh, for missions and stuff like that, yeah, he's pretty good. I mean, he he, you probably wouldn't have seen him much in N three because he was armed with a K one, right? Um, and K one were a little bit maligned because of the damage twelve, but now the damage thirteen, um, he's a little bit better, and he still has um, uh, what's it called on him? Symbio armor. Okay. It's so a transformation. Not, so he's oh, not no. the Kumatil bioengineer. He's the oh, Corsial assault pioneer. Oh, okay. He, oh, right, yeah. So which one was this one? The K1 combi or the boarding shotgun? K1 combi. Right. Oh, yeah, for 25 points, that's like, that's actually pretty good. Yeah, it is. Oh, sorry, tw- 29. Sorry, 29 for the K1 yeah, combi. Yeah, um, Yeah, had the ta- and a tagma tri- the tagma tricol was disguised as another Casil. Um, uh, and he's the um, one with the viral sniper? No, no, no. So the tricore one is, I think, it's just got a, I think it's just got a breaker combi or just a normal combi rifle. But it's the one that gives um, you the tricore ability. So a oh yeah, breaker combi. Team, yeah, yeah. A three man team counts as having the five man fire. The core team, core bonuses. Yeah. Bonuses. And you got the you got the drill. Oh, excuse me. Sorry, listeners. I'm already yawning. We're not even ten minutes into the show. Um, drill Sampter had a long day. Um, oh yeah, yeah. We all know what the draw is, so that's fine. I know, I know him, and I know him yep. because he sounds nothing like other T- Toha units. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Start with um, Yeah, had a Keltar specialist, which is the one that gives you the symbiomates and the symbio bombs. Sure. So I, I think I just had the um, chain of command symbiomate symbio bomb twenty one point profile. Mm-hmm. Um, then I had uh, Tagma with the MSV two and viral sniper rifle. Um, with two of the Chaxa auxiliar flamethrowers. Okay, so it's just um, him in a core in a triad with two ta- two Chaxas. Yeah. 
Right. Okay. Um, then my other triad was a Kielsan, another Drow Saboteur, the FTO profile, which just has a submachine gun, and um, a Cowrie paramedic. Right. And what's which which uh, Kielsan was it again? The Mark Twelve or the Red Fury? Red Fury one. Right. Red Fury one. Yeah, he's a great profile. I like. I do like yeah. that Kilsan. Um, if, you, if you're ever looking at the Kilsan, what you re and, and you you're, you're dragging along the um, cowrie paramedic, paramedic with it, you really want to roll um, a one, two, three, or a twenty for the plus fizz or something. The plus fizz. What's the twenty do? Uh, twenty is plus fizz and regeneration. All oh, right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's fizz fourteen anyway, so. Yeah, but Fizz seventeen is even better. This is true. This is this um, is correct. And yeah, so the, the I yeah the the game just I don't know I, I, I think I think partly my I guess my dice were going okay. Well, so tell me what um, your tell me what your plan for because you you've listed off three triads there. What else was in the list? Uh. Oh, sorry. Yeah, there was three more. There was another. There was a uh, a third, fourth triad, which was uh, two Rex escorts, one with a boarding shotgun, one with a K one um, marksman rifle. Oh yeah. So, so they're the ones that come in the spiral core box. Mm-hmm. Um, and a, uh, a Kriegel a Kriegel agent. Okay. With so a smoke grenade launcher. So was he in the second combat group? Yep. So it was a combat group of just three because they were j- just there to. Um, to drop smoke if needs be. Right, okay, with the extra burst, and you've still got a couple of cheap guys with K1 marksmen and a, what was that, a boarding mm. shotgun? Yeah, boarding shotgun, just to defend, because the the Kriegels um, was my lieutenant. Right, okay, I see. So, I mean, looking at this list, it's uh, not that I know much about Toha or Spiral Core, but from what I have seen, this doesn't sound like a normal Spiral Core list, um, in that you have reeks, so you must be must be participating in our July challenge. Um, because I've heard that uh, reeks are a bit reeks are a bit shit. I mean, yeah, but they then I mean uh, the only reason they're there is to boost the um uh, to boost the Kriegel. So they're, they're like any other um uh, they're like any other uh, cheerleader. Yeah, sure, of course they are. Um, but yeah, I I wouldn't I wouldn't say this match was participating in the maligned unit because I didn't really try and do anything with them. Yeah, they were um, just there to defend your lieutenant and and. Yeah. Their bodies on the field. Yep, yeah, cool. So what? Um, yeah. So what were you hoping to get out of that list? Uh, well, the last game I played, it's just the only specialist I had were just stuck with the um, was either the like a draw or it was stuck with the. I had I had a fire team of two, um, uh, carry paramedics. So part of this list was just to split up and have um, specialists everywhere because I was playing. Um, and we'll talk about this soon. What the custom mission for No Retreat, which is sort of a combination of um, rescue and supplies. Oh yeah, yeah. And so, uh, or unmasking and supplies, depending on how you look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I needed to just split up my force. Um, and th- having the draw with a um, in that other fire team, it's just is like a short ranged. Um, nightmare to deal with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's great, right? 
Yeah, with um, Mimesis yeah, with minus six and SMGs, especially when you put them in a link. Yeah. So wait. So like you that. had one draw with the marksman rifle. Yeah. Yeah. I actually the, did nothing the entire game. And the other draw was the one with the SMGs, right? Okay. Yeah. SMGs. Oh yeah, FTO. Yep. Cool. I see. Hmm. Yeah. The, I guess the problem with them that I've heard talked about mostly is the fact that they lose their mimetism next six once they take a wound. Yeah, but or once I they mean, drop their once they drop the symbiote armor. I yeah, guess. but I mean, if he's dead, he'll lose it as well. If he's in any other any other list with a one wound mimetism model, you know, think about uh, Reverend uh, Reverend Moira's from yeah, sure. Nomads. You know, yeah. they die, they lose their mimetism as well. Yeah, true, true. Um, the main the main thing is you can make him really tough if you want to. Um, you can put the uh, the symbiote mate on him, um, or you can put the symbiote bomb on him. Um, and I did something I never thought I'd do. Um, in that game, as I use the symbiote bomb actually just to drop mirror ball, which is just like a clip smoke. Yeah, except it's fucking better because you can do it out of line of fire and mm. um, yeah, anywhere you know anywhere within yeah. eight, I guess, and it's pretty pretty nifty. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the, the game just went, went my way uh, went my way from sort of you know the 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 get go. Um, I, I just. I mean, I, I I was saying to um to Peter that I think part of Toha's advantage is so few people actually understand what they're capable of. Sure. Yeah. And what was uh, briefly what was Peter running in Tunguska? Uh, Peter Peter was running a Securite um core with a Grenzer and an Interventor. So a Grenzer sniper. Yeah, Grenzer marksman marksmanship sniper. So how the, okay yeah so I mean yeah carry on with the rest of the list and we'll go back to that we'll circle back to that one in a sec. Um, uh, puppet master with two two boarding shotgun puppets and the uh, I think it's AP marksman rifle. Sure. Puppet. Yeah, probably. Um, uh, the bike guy, whatever they're called, Zon Nordica. Uh, Zon Nordica. Uh, a couple, a couple of Hector, um, not Hector, hecklers, hecklers, mm. and uh, two specters. Oh yeah, cool, excellent. Two spectres, nice yeah. one. Which, which, which two? Uh, sniper and like a uh, Ford Observer one, maybe. Mm. Oh, no, I, I, I ended, I ended up running into them with my Drawl, who um, promptly said no. Yeah, didn't seems die to seems fair. Uh, I guess my main question then is, how did you deal with the Grenzer sniper? Because, because uh, I didn't. Right, okay. Because looking at your list, it's missing. It's missing a very key unit. Uh, his name is Jan Star, or their name is Jan Star. Um, we would have been quite good at taking out a Grenzer. So uh, what, you just avoided it? I mean, th- my plan always was just to get close enough to the Grenzer and just outburst it, hopefully. And what did you outburst it with? Uh, well, in the in the end, I managed to get my Drawl all the way around, around the back of his core link. And so what I was able to do was... Uh, Essentially, bring the link down. I think I killed all but maybe two of the other members of the link. Maybe right. I killed three members of the link. So then, at that point, it was just a Grenzer 
with a sniper rifle. Sure. I actually, I, in fact, now I think about it, I managed to shoot it in the back with my Kilsan in its back arc, so it actually didn't get to yeah. do anything. So the Kilsan was 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 good then in the game because I do like that miniature in the model. Yeah, uh, the profile is really cool. Yeah, especially if you get a a, a nice roll. It, like I got the eight four movement. Roll. Are you fucking kidding? Oh my god! Yeah, that would so be... he was running around like a bike, which Jesus is brilliant Christ. because. It means it means, and this is why I, I like like the six two on heavy infantry. It just means you get to use that first move to do your move into cover, and then you actually get to shoot instead of like a four four where you have to use both your moves. Yeah, no, sure, yes, eight eight four in that game, good. He was just tearing mm-hmm. around um, the table, killed Heckler, killed the Grenza, um, but yeah, the the Grenza just. Yeah, it's just unfortunate. It just didn't have enough. Um, yeah. Just, well, I mean, it's a. It just didn't have enough orders. It's a good. Down. It's a good lesson in in taking out uh, an apex ARO piece. Uh, you don't don't engage that. Kill the kill the mooks that are um, standing behind him. It's, yeah, uh, it's a pretty good. That was pretty tactic. much what I did because he went first, and as soon as he put the Grenzer down, I'm like, I'm not putting anything up for you to shoot at. Alright, yeah. not doing that. Seems fine. And you, I'm assuming you went first then. No, he went first. He oh, went sorry. Yeah, he put the thing down. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, I just accepted the fact that he might get a couple of objectives, and I would be on the back foot fighting him for it. Sure. Yeah. Um, and I would just have to avoid the Grenza. Cool. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm already not looking forward to playing you when we get back to face to face games because uh, I hate Toa and Spiral. I mean, yeah, basically, I do. Yes, I hate uh-huh. them. Um, <laughs> I. Uh, Myself, I haven't done uh, too many games uh, in the last few weeks because we've been in lockdown. I don't know if I got a game in before we went into lockdown. It's been so long now; I've forgotten. Um, Do you have any of the Code One games? But uh, no, but I did have a game on TTS recently against yeah. Ryan. Ryan was looking for a game; he's always looking for a game, and I said, "Oh yeah, why not? I'll throw down TTS." And uh, I got my ass handed to me, and reminded myself that I don't really want to play TTS. And actually, that's not really, really the reason. Um, I was trying. I was trying to run a silly list that was um, basically double tag, vanilla hack, limited insert. Well, 10, 10 troopers because I'm trying to do the Bromad Academy challenge. That are saying you know run single combat group, and I thought fuck it, I'll run hack Islam and I'll put two tags in the list and it'll be grand. And um, it wasn't. <laughs> did, you get, was, did you get like a possessed Maggie or something like no, that? No, no, it, not nothing like that. It's 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 uh Ryan's a very good player and I ran into his Corregidor and uh, I had so my list was it was a Magri Bagard, Mind Dispenser, Shakush AP Sniper, uh, sorry, AP Spitfire, um and I had an Evo Hacker. So I wanted to do Evo Hacker because um firewall. So I could put the Maggie's okay. already ECM yeah. hacker minus three. And then on top of that, with the Evo becomes becomes firewall minus six. And then, of course, it helps the Shakush as well. So that was kind of like the basis oh, of the list. So, you, so, so that was the two tags you run, the Maggie and the Shakush. Yeah, Maggie and the Shakush. And then the how, Evo how, hacker. How, 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 how did that go? Well, I'm about, about to tell oh, you. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> so I ran, I ran those two. I ran uh, a Fide. Uh, a couple of camo markers. Uh, I can't remember what I ran now. Like bits and pieces. I I can't even remember. We were, we were we were trying out a let. We we're trying out an, uh, an army. Um, a mission for Burn City Brawl. Well, the wild the wild card mission. Um, because um, Pete and I and and the and the two Chris's have devised a 
or a scenario for it, and we're just trying to sort of play test it to see if it's good or not. So, okay. um, yes, yeah, so I'm not going to give too much away, but it does involve um, dominating areas. Is essentially what it's about. And uh, I thought, yeah, cool. I'll have two tags. I'll just you know chuck them into the dominating areas, put in suppressive fire, have my you know firewall up with the ECM, make it impossible to hack me, and then also I've got mines from the Maggie, so you know it'll be grand. And then um, none of that happened. I played against Corrigador. He had a core-linked mobile Brigada missile launcher and an Agosil link, an Evo, Evo, sorry, a uh, uh, Harris of an Evader, a Vostok, and a Jaguar. And then he had like the you know, the requisite two Morans, McMurrow, and um, Carlotta, and some other bits and pieces, I believe. And I went first, and I moved up Maggie to engage his mobile brigada missile launcher shot him twice like two orders basically to shoot him um i think i won the first i won the face-to-face both times and yep. hit him both times so he had to make four saves and he rolled four 11s which is exactly what he needed to do to, to save oh. and i was like nah okay so i retreated through some mine through some mines out with a mine dispenser like to where his morans were so they you know if they tried to move to dominate the area then they they trigger um um wasn't able to use my fide because ryan being a smart player that he is reserved a moran with crazy koala and basically put the crazy koala next to my fide so as soon as i tried to reveal my fide to like shiv his evader then the crazy call would go off. So I thought, I won't do that, I'll wait. And then his turn, he brought on Carlotta um, on a board edge that I didn't quite notice. Cause it's, that's, she, that's is, a, she the, is she the, wild, uh, the Wildcat character or the Tomcat character? She's a Tomcat character that can come on your, your, your board edge. Like, um, oh, she's, like got Van, the, she's got the Van Zant. She's, she's Van Zant in Nomads. Uh, and that's the one thing about TTS that I've kind of, I never used to enjoy. Not because it, I thought it was particularly bad. I just was very bad at doing it. Was um, be being able to see the table, like really be able to um, see lines of fire on a table. Yeah, so no, he, walk, he walked on Carlotta on a back table edge that, which for some reason I just thought didn't exist because I didn't get down onto eye level and see it. He walked it on Carlotta. Was able to shoot the Shakush a couple of times. Took two wounds off it. I think eventually ran out of orders or went down took up my evil hacker as well um then like moved up mcmurrow threw some smoke wasn't able to engage my maggie thankfully but kind of like just posted up in the midfield and i'm like oh, what do i do now the rest of the game was me trying to kill mcmurrow and failing miserably <sighs> and then be a fucking pain yeah i know and then just not being able to really do anything and then yeah he basically won I think he, he didn't actually kill either of my tags. You know, no, he, no, he did possess Maggie. Um, and I was able to... Uh, he possessed Maggie in my own turn, so in, in Arrow. And then I had a Barid hacker lieutenant who I spent two who I spent four orders on trying to throw a pitcher so that I could then repossess the Maggie. And eventually got it done after the fourth order. And I was like, well, cool. I spent my entire like, second turn repossessing my own maggie back to you (laughs) and then uh, can't you you just at the beginning of your turn 
Oh, we know he possessed it during your turn. Yes, he possessed it during my oh, turn. So if I didn't okay, get it yeah. back, then he'd have it in his turn to do what he wanted with. So I thought, no, I'll repossess it back. It'll take me two orders: one to throw the pitcher, the second one to do the second one to do the possess. But it took me two yeah. orders to throw the pitcher down, and then two orders to repossess my own tag. So at the end of your turn, can't you just spend the command token to cancel possess state? No, it's at the start of your um, order sequence. Oh, it's a start. So it's not at the start of the. It's only at your order sequence. So, well, yeah. When I say order sequence, it's in that. What's it? Command phase, tactical phase, whatever that time is where you use it to move stuff around. Okay. Um. So I did that, and yeah, basically that was it. But it was, you know, I'm not very good at using tags, so I'm keen to try to use the Maggie more. I think I did enjoy her her kit. She was very good. The Shakush did fuck all. It got pinned down by a missile launcher, mobile brigada. And I was unable to kill it with my own Maggie, so the Shukus just sat there and got shot in the back by Carlotta. So that was that. Um, and then um, we had a, we had a, a code one day on the weekend. So Val Sinatin, who was on the podcast last episode, he um, decided to run a code one lockdown um, or code code lockdown. I think was you the event. No, you got it right. Code one lockdown. Yeah. So he on TTS. Oh no! It was a Saturday morning. Yeah. He organized a Discord server where we just jumped on and we played a few games of Code 1. 25 points um, uh, with these three set missions from... I think they're actually from... They're the Code 1 missions from the Dire Foes box, uh, which are actually really cool. So I don't know why we haven't played them in N4 because they are quite thematic. Um, I think they're called uh, Retaliation, Void Tango, and then we played the Code 1 version of Deadly Dance. Um, uh, and I and I really enjoyed. Re- uh, I think it was retaliation was the name of it, or Void Tango, whatever that one was. It was pretty cool. I don't know if it would be a good ITS mission, but it was fun because it involved like getting to the middle, ex- uh, controlling the exclusion zone, controlling the miner in the middle, uh, while also just trying to kill your opponent's stuff. So it was cool. It was like you know just push up, kill things, hold the middle, and then also because it was like a low. Uh, low gravity um, mission or map everyone got plus one inch to their first move value which is fucking great when you've got like a 6-2 move uh, unknown ranger who's just like 7-2 just like just power power like running up the board it's great um, so I, I took Ariadna code one Ariadna to that because I saw the profiles when they came out and I thought this looks pretty fun they've got quite a lot of two wound profiles between the Cosmos Soldat William Wallace all of their um wolves they're like wolver profiles and the bear um and that was cool i played that against pano and i got defeated pretty hard <laughs> but i had a lot of fun doing it just like running like a bear up into like pano stuff and then running william wallace and then running the unknown ranger and yeah um i think it was fun it was it was a good day it was like we were able to play like a couple of games in a couple of hours so it was really easy and um uh, the main takeaway is Code 1, people should actually play it more Um, I think it's I know we all were like, oh it's only for beginners and you know you should get people onto N4 as soon as possible but I think even as veterans I think we lose sight of like what Code 1 is about and I think um, you know we maybe are doing our newer players a disservice by not spending more time on Code 1 with them, especially for those people who maybe take longer to get used to the rules I think Code 1's a much easier place to play in. And also, 
like if you're burnt out or if you don't feel like playing competitive play, I think Code One's a perfectly serviceable tool just to get some reps in and have some fun. And it's like it's so low risks. There's you never you never lose a game of Code One going, ah oh, fuck. If only I'd done this. Like literally you just be like, Cool, that was fun. Let's play that again. So um so it was good. It was good. Yeah. I mean I, I had uh and this is a total side conversation of what the next code one box would be, like the next set box. Oh like two, the next two armies, you mean? Yeah. And it has given me and this is obviously a long long shot and complete and utter speculation, but I was talking to my friend about it and um he said that he thinks it's probably going to be it's possibly still Phalanx versus um, Assassin Baram. Okay, um, yep. So right, it'll be I, like Aleph versus Hack Islam, yeah. Yeah, to introduce Aleph. Um, but I said potentially because the Blackjack is in um, Code 1 Ariadna, which means that they do have a way of doing Toha versus Hack Islam. They do, um, yeah. I mean, I, is now just two wounds. I, I feel like I feel like that. You're right, though. I feel like um, uh, it will more likely to be Aleph than Toha. But I think you're definitely on the money with Hack Islam, and then having it assassins. Yeah. I mean, if if you take a look at it as like how they bring out the models and you know what they do do with it, uh, Aleph already has. An action pack. So yeah, sure. if they wanted to bring out a Toha action pack, there's plenty of models. Like, we've never seen the Tackwheel officer. Anyway. Yeah, not true. No, they could do. Actually, a couple of things that you just um, made me think about there from Code 1. I a few things I wanted to actually bring up about Code 1 um, more specifically. Uh, you know, I obviously did say it, I think it's a good rule set for beginners. Mm. Um, but I do, I do think there are some improvements that could be made on code one to make it more um accessible to veteran players um and, and also i think because it gets toted as like a stepping stone from to n4 and i think that's true in principle like the engine is the same right so the aro mechanic is the same the way to spend orders is the same but i think the problem that new players will see and on, on actually, on the opposite way around, veteran players going to play Code 1, there is quite a big difference in how you approach a game. So in the main way that that kind of manifests is in the Guts side of the game. So Guts is a massive part, a pretty important part of N4, but it just does not exist in Code 1. Mm. And that is a big deal because when you play Code One and you stand something up in ARO, like an eight, like an eight, like a know, missile launcher or something, and then your opponent comes around with a tag, your tag can just shoot for days at that missile launcher until it dies, because you, as the ARO player, reactive player, have no option to go to to like go to fail guts and go prone. Your only out of that is to pass a dodge roll against whatever your opponent's shooting you. Yeah. Like, is win that face to face with a dodge. Which, as a veteran player coming to play Code One, you're immediately like, oh, fuck. Like, I had a Cosmosolda APHMG, you know, up in ARO, and my opponent came around with a cutter. And I was like, that's fine. Like, he's got two wounds, which 
actually, interestingly, Cosmo Seldat in uh, Code 1 has two wounds. Um, as opposed to one wound, no one in cap, because one, uh, no one in cap doesn't exist. But then also interestingly is that the Vet Kazakh only has one wound. So in Code 1, the Cosmo Soldat, oh, yes, the Cosmo, the Cosmo Soldat actually has, has a place in the rules as the only two wound heavy infantry Ariadna unit in the game or in, 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 in Ariadna. Which is what they should try and, uh, you know, what I've heard a lot they should do with them in... In four. Is just, in, yeah, in, yeah, four. in just four, exactly. Yeah, give them two wounds and then they become an actual, vi- well, somewhat viable profile over the likes of the Unknown Ranger and the Vet Kazakh. But anyway, I digress. So, um, yeah, standing up in Arrow, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, cool, I'll probably take one wound because I'm armor nine cover and, uh, and I'll be fine. And I'll just feel guts and go prone. Of course, I do that... And then I'm like, oh fuck! There's no guts in uh, Code One. So I'm yeah. just having to stand there and let the let the cutter cha- just like hack me to pieces. It changes the way it like when you get into N four, you treat heavy infantry and those extra wounds as a chance to essentially make a mistake or have luck not go your way. Whereas in Code One, you either live with um, you know, you have one choice where you live with potentially your heavy infantry dying because really you don't want to dodge, you just want to keep shooting. Mm-hmm. Or you don't have them up and then you're lacking in your ARO game. Whereas in N4, you get to be in the middle. Whereas you can say, okay, if things aren't going my way, I'll just go prone. Yeah, so I think it changes things in a couple of ways. So one way, I think, in Code 1 to N4 is in N4... You know, if you want to, you, you can stand stuff up, um, or or at least you know have them covering fire lanes to maybe waste the opponent's order, and then hopefully they you know pass their armor save, then they can go into cover, and then your opponent can't deal with them anymore unless they come around the corner further. So that option is just off the table. Which what that creates in the game is that you don't end up standing anything up in arrow unless it's like a one point fusilier missile launcher. Um, so that kind of changes that. And because there's no flash pulse in Code 1, you're also not standing up with any of your flash pulse bots because they're just, they literally just stand there and get shot. So you're not doing that either. So there's less arrows in Code 1 because there's nothing that wants to stand up against a burst 4 HMG, which is true in N4, but I think to a lesser extent because you've only got, um, 10 orders in Code 1. So you don't want to be wasting them on, on losing stuff. Where, where else that comes into play is if you're a newer player, and you have done that, like, oh, I'm just going to stand up all my one-point fusiliers with combo rifles in ARO. Um, you know, this will be fun. And then your opponent can just be like, you're dead, you're dead, you're dead, you're dead. And now you have no option to fail guts and go prone if you survive a volley. You just have to stand there and take it again. So, yeah, it, all, exactly. so it means that, like, against mistakes in Code 1, you don't have that kind of wiggle room of error where you're like, oh, I fucked up, I put this guy too far out. He, he's luckily managed to survive this volley. He'll go prone. No, he has to stand up. He has to stay where he is and keep taking it. So I feel like um, it'd be great if they put courage, sorry, not courage, uh, guts guts checks back into or into code one. Yeah. Um, or at least like if you don't want to make the role, make code one just that, you know, a little bit and just say, if you get shot, you get to make a choice. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah, just to allow players that. Because I, I think that's what we might play like house rule wise because I think it would help it would help new players when they get into the game, and I think it would also give that important part of N4 back to veteran players, which might make them want to play Code 1 more. 
Yeah. Um, I, also, yeah. I, I, also, I also think, um, and I have, like, unlike Guts, I have no solution for this because of the way Code One's been set up. Um, but the lieutenant, because you still have a lieutenant order, don't you? Yes, It's yes. completely different in N4. In N4, I don't see any reason, sorry, in Code 1, I don't see any reason for your lieutenant not to be a gunfighter. Yes, this is a this is a good point, and um, I was something I was thinking about earlier tonight as well. Is yes, you're right. There is no loss of lieutenant in Code One, so there's no reason, like you said, not not just to, not just to take a beat stick lieutenant. However, I think that transition is much easier for when you go to Code yeah. One to N Four. Is like you know you might play a few games of uh, Code One and like really enjoy running your Aquila. Aquila um, lieutenant, and then get told actually you can run that in N4, but make sure you take chain of command or be KG with them. And that's pretty yeah. easy for a player, for a new player, to go, okay, right, well, I can still do this, but I have to suffer these consequences. Whereas in with the guts checks, it's a completely different, like you almost have to learn a pretty important step of the game again. Yeah. Um, so I think it's, 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 a, it's a harder transition, I think, to make. No, no, I, I I agree with you there. Yeah. So uh, anyway, so that was fun. So I'm, I'm looking forward to playing more Code One games. The uh, Mark, who I played against from Geelong, he even mentioned that he'd like to run a Code One um, event in Geelong sometime, and I'd be really keen to participate in that or or run one myself, or you know even as part of like an escalation type of tournament. So mm. you know maybe we run um, you know one tournament that's just. 25 points of code one and then we run the next tournament's 30 points of code one and then the third event is we run you know 300 points of n4 or 250 points of n4 or or whatever whatever it is yeah. i think it might be might be nice um and yeah so that was that was my game um or games i've had um and then hobby wise we oh we might as well just talk about it. we had our hobby night on fuck what night was it sunday sunday yeah yeah, Sunday. So our seventh, I think, lockdown hobby night um, as part of lockdown number five here in Melbourne. Um, and also, I guess, more broadly, uh, New South Wales. So um, shout out to the people in New South Wales tonight going into week five of week five of lockdown. Oh, God. Feel our pain. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Everyone in Victoria is like, yeah, go fuck yourself. No, we're not. We're, we're all standing in solidarity with those, those poor fuckers um, with the government. We know it sucks. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, and yeah, we're actually... So we'll start, start behaving, New South Wales. Yeah, right? Stop going out and buying right. whatever you're doing. Do, I don't know, buying games or something. Um, no, stop having fucking stupid anti-mask protests. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, I forgot. That was on... What was that? Was that this weekend right. as well? Yes. Fuck, I mean, yeah. we, like, we did it and it was a stupid idea. Stop it. <laughs> we've, we've already made all the mistakes. Just We had, we had one in uh, in Melbourne this weekend, didn't we? It wasn't as big, though. Uh, ours were really small. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Ours, uh, like, even the ones we had initially during the first lockdown, all of our little protests and stuff were all they weren't pretty small and sort of, like, isolated, like, sort of a community of, like, I remember there was one in some beach town. Yeah, they started getting, um, they started getting more coordinated toward the end. But, but I guess, you know, good. the good news is, uh, as of midnight tonight, uh, as we record, we will be out of lockdown in Melbourne or Victoria. 27th of the 7th. That's right, yeah. 
Um, 7th of the 27th for all you Americans. The the, the 27th of July. Um, We'll be out of lockdown again and we will be able to game in person with masks on and um, go snowboarding. Yay, because I've missed two weekends of that because of this Uh, fucking lockdown. Um, I haven't even... I haven't even considered any sort of holiday shit like that. I'm literally, I, I literally, when I saw that, even before the announcement went out tonight, today, this afternoon from, from Dan Andrews, mm-hmm. I was furiously calling every hotel I could find that's on the mountain to be like, you know, get a bed. And um, I couldn't, I found one off the mountain. So I'm just going to have to, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go. I'm going to go before we go into another lockdown because... We, it's just going to keep happening until we can get more people vaccinated. Unfortunately, it's, it's a fucking, uh, it's just the worst. Like, and, and I had a friend of mine back home who, like, I posted about this on Facebook. I, like, posted done know, some lockdown stuff. And they were like, oh, I see, not so good in, you know, uh, Australia now, are we? You know, you thought you were hot shit kind of thing. And I know he was joking, but I really wanted to just kick him in the balls. Like, if I could. Wait, where's he? Oh, he's a US friend, isn't no, he? No, he's in the UK. And I'm like, oh, and I'm like, do you know what we went into lockdown with? Like, what twenty cases or something ridiculous like that? Like we had, we've only got 120 active cases in the state at the moment. Um, and you know, meanwhile in the UK, anyway, not to go into tangent, but it really annoyed me. I was just like, you have no idea, you have no fucking idea. Um, but anyway, we're out, we're almost out, so that'll be good. We'll get back I to just, I just want, I just want to go to the gym again. Yes, and I did see, and uh, yeah, I was sorry. I was going to make a comment on how how good how good you're looking, but uh, <laughs> it's going another tangent about how handsome Jacob is. Um, no, it's not bad. <laughs> Stop it. I'm the bashful one fuck. of the group. Oh fuck! Okay, right. Well, we've we've been talking for about three quarters of an hour. Um, uh, so far, we haven't even gotten into the main segment of the show, which is a typical typical well, loss. Just before, just before we do, I didn't see. You. I, I obviously posted on Infinity Australia. I am um, making some more headway into my uh, Gopnik. Oh uh, yes, yeah, sorry, yes, army. you're right. I, I got didn't on a see tangent. what was it? What you were doing? Because you didn't have the model in the camera. What were you doing on the hobby night? Yeah, sorry, you're right. I was talking about hobby night and then got into like a lockdown rant. So apologies. Yeah, no, I. Uh, what did I do? I did a whole bunch of stuff. So I finished off my Tuareg hacker. So he's uh, he's now done. You can't really see because it's a terrible camera but he is now done and i'm very happy he's he's very nice i like his blue turban um and then i finished off uh my third that's fa- not gonna get his head blown off in the desert yeah he will um <laughs> the blood the blood soaked sand yeah. the uh i got my third fanus done so my third flash pulse bot for my um for my uh rama because they have um ava3 what, what state were they in when you started What's the way? What state were they in? As in, like, were they completely in pieces, coated, or like half, half painted? What? Oh, you just gonna like you just gonna like make fun of me for not painting very fast? Come on, like, yeah, basically, that's essentially what happened. No, no. I was gonna, I was going to be like, how the fuck did you paint him so fast? Oh, right, no, the, yeah. So this guy here, I painted him in in, in a night, so he's just he's done now. Um, okay. he's my third and final chicken bot because I, I wanted to have the chicken bots and I only had two chicken bots so I have to have thank uh, Russell McGifford for handing me this third and final chicken bot very happy uh, so now I have him, uh, he's painted up too and then I got a little bit further down the road on my Starco Brigada so I've um, 
finally gotten the color, the blue color, right to match the rest of my army. Because I think, as I mentioned before, it's been a long time between drinks on getting those guys done. And then I was experimenting with, experimenting with the orange that I'm going to splash onto them because all my star core are blue and orange. So, mm-hmm. uh, so that they, so that the mobile brigade fit. It was kind of weird because like I did them all blue, and I was like, I really like this blue. I could just make them all blue. And I thought, no, no, I have to put the orange somewhere. So I put the, I splashed the orange on the shoulder pads and on the mask, and it looks okay. So I'm going to experiment with that a bit more. And what else did I do? That was it, I think. What did you do? You were you were at the hobby uh, night as well. Yeah, yeah, for for a little bit. Um, I just look. I was. I I'll be honest. I was feeling lonely and just wanted to chat with people. I just uh, got well, that's my... what it's all about. That's what the ho- that's yeah. what our lost lieutenant hobby nights are all about. We uh, had some lurkers. We had some people from Sweden. Sorry, just to just to go on, and um, just to keep talking over you. Sorry, Jacob. Was, go for it. We like, we had some people from Sweden. We had uh, Jordan from Canada come on as well. So it was it was great. It was really 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 good. And people, yeah, some people just just did just come up and lurk and chat and. And um, yeah, do a bit of painting or a bit of hobbying. It's it's uh, there's no requirement to bring a brush. Just uh, bring yourself. Yeah, but no, I I just I, I've had my um my antipodes from the antipode assault squad in a like a single together block um of uh, the what they call the sanding block. So I cut that up and I mounted the controller, put the silly back together, remounted the arm for um. The vet Kazakh HMG for painting. Um, yeah, because uh, I'm feeling motivated, so I want to. I had some good success with my airbrush finally after watching probably hours and hours of, you know, all the YouTube model <laughs> painters, uh, Squidma. Oh, what's the one I'm thinking of? Miniac. Yeah, right. I haven't um, started. And that finally, yet. this lockdown is over, so I can go. To, and I was saying this at the bloody uh hobby night i have to go and get i have to go and get myself a new uh, new yellow wink oh yeah yeah you were I, I, the I was quite um that was actually quite a good conversation um you guys had i didn't realize that you were getting those inks from like a craft store mm. like not like you know uh, whenever i buy my inks it's always from a you know a wargaming store because we need that particular kind of paint but you were getting yours from spotlight is that right yeah, and that's been it, it. Sort of comes with just like watching miniature painters on YouTube, the guys that essentially make money out of doing um, what we do for um, a hobby. And um, you find you find that that yeah, you can so long as it's so long as it's cr- acrylic paint, it doesn't matter what brand it is. You can, if you really want, you can probably go and get a like a tube of acrylic paint from uh from somewhere and use it the only difference is i think with miniature paints is the just sheer number of colors right yeah okay yeah we more variety of colors sure if if, if you take a look at like again i'd say like liquitex or something they've only got like 30 colors okay and do you put all these in your airbrush is that what they're for primarily or do you paint them with a brush their their paints I've seen them used for like painting on canvases and stuff like that. The main thing with inks um, is the fact that they they um, even at really high opacity or saturation, I should say, at really high um, saturation, they still can be trans transparent or translucent. Right. So, okay. I found this out. I found this out by trying to get zenithal highlighting working. Is that if you your paints a not thin enough and b 
it's just like a normal acrylic paint. It's really hard to preserve the highlight. Oh, from, from, from the Xenothal, yeah, right. Yeah, Yeah, because the, the paint would just cover it up. Um, sure. Inks, inks pick up on that highlight really well. Okay. So I, I, I mean, I don't know. If, I don't know if he'll pop up. Can, how, how well can you see him? Uh, oh that yeah, that's actually like, to see how he gets really yeah, dark when you look from Shang the Shang-Gi hacker. Yeah, it's a nice, yeah, so nice. Is that a gr- is that g- green? Sorry, our listeners, we can't see this, but is that green you've painted him? Yeah, so he's supposed to look like he's made out of jade. Right, I, I really like that. I like. There's a lot of detail there actually. Is that just from hitting it with the airbrush with inks yeah. and a zenithal? Yeah, yeah. yeah. cool. No, I, I dig it. And um, actually, um. Uh, Talking about Zenithal, I I never used to Zenithal my my miniatures. They're always just prime black, go for broke, you know, uh, paint over it with that. And then, you know, I heard about Zenithal, and this may, I don't know, this is probably just showing my stupidity or something or ignorance. But I was always like, well, why do we need to Zenithal? Because you're just gonna paint it over in it, like paint over the Zenithal anyway. Mm. And maybe, like, so, <laughs> so like. For me, Zenithal then is you paint Zenithal so that you can see the bits you need to paint differently. Like, you know, like, so if you paint a model, undercoat a model, and I might be talking about arse here, but this is why I like Zenithal, is that when you paint a model flat black, it's really hard sometimes to paint to, like, distinguish between the shoulder pad and the arm because it's all yeah. the color. Whereas if it's Zenithal, because you've come at an angle the shoulder pad will stand out from the arm. So when you go to paint it, you're not going to like, oh shit, I've gone over the line type of thing. Yeah. Is that is that it's, even correct? Or am I just, is that just... Look, 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 it's, not, it's not wrong. It'll, it'll happen. It's like um, there, was, uh, there was one guy who got the, um, like the absolute black paint and put it on his models and then did the line, did like this line and stuff that made it look, had this really cool, almost like cell shaded effect to mm-hmm. it where... Because of the way you did it, because of the way the black comes, they look flat from any angle, just with the white lines. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not the, it's not the, it's not the like dictionary definition of a xenophil, like purpose, dictionary definition purpose of a xenophil highlight. Um, but you're right in the fact that you get that contrast with the black, um, and if you don't have like incredible light, or if you're um, if your black is matte, yeah, you're not going to be able to see the detail. Yeah, that's um, that's what I get out of my out of the Zenithal because yeah. um, you know until I started using contrast paint, so obviously just paint over it, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool, you know that Zenithal's, you know that's that that that's gone. It's the undercoat. It's just there to um, hold, mm. you know, help grab the paint really. Um, but yeah, well, that was a little bit hobby hobby chat. Um, mm. Yeah, but you should post up more of your Gopnik stuff. Um, because I've, I've, only, I've only got I've only got those those two. I, it's because the problem with doing um, doing them is unlike an army that has one like they have a theme. They don't have a color scheme though, which means every time I pick up a model, <laughs> I have to decide what color they're going to be. Well, I, I, so I, like I, yeah, okay. So like the handler, I'm going to put her in a um, I'm going to put her in a pink tracksuit. Right. Okay. Are you going to have like I don't know? Are you going to use black tracksuits to distinguish your line Kazakhs and then the yellow for your vet Kazakh and then the green for your front of it or something? Are you going to have that I, kind of color code? I had, I had thought of um, having the colors stripes that they have on their tracksuits. 
Okay, like uh, to kind of unit badges then. Yeah, kind of. But I think I, I, I might not um, even go that far because my head cannon f- for them is their part <laughs> of the attack. Um, very ready force. So they're <laughs> on a drop, supposed to get their equipment and go. Right, okay, yeah. So they all just hang around at bars in um, tracksuits and they get the call to go. Yeah, good. No, I like it. I like the individual. If, I really... If, it, yeah. oh, if anybody in the community is listening and they have the ability to 3D print me crushed cans and vodka bottles, <laughs> hit me up. Sure. And you can get them to get somebody, get some really, somebody who's really good at sculpting and modeling to uh, do the Vet Kazakh doing the like the Cossack dance, I I I have one from um, a, a Russian company that's actually a dude doing the um, Gopnik squat. Right, excellent. No, I mean if you can get that army ready, and I know this is a big ask, get it ready by Burn City Brawl. Um, I'll. Um, oh man, I'm aiming for CanCon next year. I will refund your entry fee. That's 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 what I'll do. That's, oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> 65 bucks for much effort um no i'll try i'll try i'll try i i really will um try to get them ready because i i'm feeling pretty motivated now that i've had quite a bit of success with the airbrush yeah cool all right well we'll move on to um speaking about uh, events burn city brawl we've, we've got our upcoming events so um the lockdown has kind of moved some things around here so we do have no retreat which was scheduled originally for this weekend i think ago, it was yeah. yeah it's now been moved to the 21st of august mm-hmm. but it's still at guff werribee and it's still a 20 dollar entry and there's still i believe spots um, open so this is the event that you were discussing earlier that has a custom mission called season vaccinate um yep. which is it sounds very like a fun mission right now yeah it sounds like a very fun mission and i, I yeah and the name, the name is true. We took a look. It is called re- No Retreat for a reason. None what? of the missions have retreat. Oh, really? Is yep, it was, that's it... no retreat. None of the missions have retreat. Oh, okay. There you go. Is it Frontline and... No, sorry. No, there's uh, Frontline. Frontline does have front... retreat. Firefight. Firefight, right. Gotcha. Firefight, Supremacy, and the custom mission has, doesn't have the retreat. Supremacy has retreat. Uh, sorry, might be Quadra Control then. Right, whichever one it is, but cool. Fair enough. Um, so that'll be fun. And I do like the custom missions. I think that custom missions are um, are a great addition to ITS. I'm I'm glad that they they allow them because I I actually uh, want to do something. Well, I think uh, it's good because um, and I, you know, and I think going back to like a little bit going back to our code one chat is like we often talk about infinity in the in the the concept of a competitive game, but it doesn't have to be. Right, it, and we're not like we're not great. We're not great players, you know. Really, maybe with the exception of Julian and Gav mm-hmm. when he whenever he comes back. Um, P.S. We love you, Gav. Um, like you know, we just we do just play because we love the game. So you know, why not explore all the different various ways we can play it um, outside of ITS, but still be included in an ITS event because that's generally what we play, right? We we when we have an event, we we run an ITS because we want. Uh, you know, because it's just kind of the way that we do things. So it's good being that they include um, custom missions or missions yeah. from old ITS events. So it's good. Um, and t- and uh, t- taking a quick look, it is it is Quadra Control. Quadra- and Quadra Control does have uh, retreat, but it doesn't end in retreat. Oh, I thought, okay, so, yeah, cool. Right. So you can obliterate your entire, you can actually obliterate your entire opponent, have them run off the board and still get all your turns. Right. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's like uh, front lines like that too. Uh, 
All right, and then we've got Winter, wipe, winter Wipeout, which is then uh, now because of the lockdown. It's the week after, 28th and 29th August, $50 entry. There's still spaces available. I think they're up to about uh, 15 players. So there's still probably five spots available. That's uh, that's going to be a really good event. Again, I, hope I, could, I wish I could go to it, but I'm supposed to be snowboarding that weekend. Fingers crossed that still happens. Uh, and then two weeks after that, we've got BCB, 11th and 12th of September. So we've already announced the venue at the Collingwood Masonic Centre, um, which is a great place, great spot. Yep, um, that triangle of yeah, the Illuminati. Is that what they are supposed to be part of? Is that the um, connection? Oh, dude, yeah. I've, there's, a million, <laughs> there's a million and one things. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's shooting up to be it's a good... It's not like the Freemasons society that's yeah really uh, it's shaping up to be a good event unfortunately i do uh, think that we are going to be um having less interstate uh, participation than we originally hoped but that is just the world that we live in uh still we do have one person from northern territory and one person from south australia coming to the event so represent uh, those two um uh, mark and sam um if, they, if, if that's who we get over from um, out of uh, out of Victoria, then we'll be very happy with that. Um, and also, oh, fuck it. everybody in Melbourne send them home in tears. Well, I mean that might happen, but <laughs> no, no, no. We're no, we're we are uh, Victoria. We are first in fun. Um, mm. So, and uh, as a reminder, until <laughs> the end that. of the month, we have a draw going on. So, if you sign up for Burn City Brawl before the end of the month. Uh, you go into the draw to win a Gogo Marlene limited edition miniature, which I have. I have literally have right here. Look, see, it's a, it's right, it's right there. You can hear that. I'm the, really the glad jingle, the viewers can see you. The jingle jangle the of camera. a Gogo Marlene. So that's yeah, yeah, right. Just to prove that it's real, it's real. Um, yeah. So sign up, do it, do the thing. Uh, and then lastly, we have uh, Brisbane Open. So they now have, uh, have have an official Facebook event for it. Um, after weeks of us telling them to do that. Uh, so thanks, guys. The sixth, sixth, and seventh of November, sixty-player cap, sixty-dollar entry, and um, it's in Brisbane, and it looks like great fun. So I'm definitely going to it, providing I'm allowed out of the state by then. And you should all come up too, because those guys are pretty cool. And with yeah, that, I, I, I've, oh. I've, I actually went and did um, uh, a Brisbane uh, thing a long time ago, CanCon. Uh, not CanCon, BrizCon. Because I didn't get to go to CanCon. Um, and yeah, the Brisbane guys are great. If you haven't, if you haven't been up to Brisbane and you want to, I don't know, try and get away from the fucking storms and winds that you've been having down here in Melbourne, uh, it's a, it's a good time. Well, it'll be it'll be in November, so hopefully the uh, weather will be quite warm um, then mm. as well. And uh, yeah, no, the guys are good. It's the Transmission Matrix guys and the other blokes up there, up there in uh, Brisbane and uh, uh, the surrounds. Like, well, when I say surrounds, I mean. Uh, um, why I can't remember the name of the place, Townsville and Rockhampton. So those guys are all, all very cool as well. Ben was on the um, hobby night, so shout out to Ben. He's always uh, he's always he's always showing up to the hobby night, so it's always good to hear from him and hear how he's going on up in far north Queensland. Uh, and anyway, so with that, we will. Oh, wait, one more thing before we head to a bumper. We will just um, spruik as well the July challenge. So we've got ooh from today. It's the twenty seventh. So you've got till like the end of the week, whatever, like Monday, 
Sunday, whatever. We're not really too fast. I think we announced the challenge probably like a week later, so you've probably got a week longer than the month en- ends to submit your maligned unit challenge report. So pick a unit, uh, profile, army if you think it's really bad, like Drews or Yu Jing. Uh, play a game with them and write, write. <laughs> of all the ones you could pick, Yu Jing. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just fine. Just yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. You can uh, write write a report. Uh, tell us what you think about this unit. Tell us why you think the internet says it's bad. Tell us why you think it is bad, or maybe it's good. Maybe you found some, um, you know, some gold in 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 there. Uh, we've had we've already had about seven entries into the challenge, which is fantastic. Some a really widespread of um, different units and profiles. Uh, and most of the most of the profile, most of the reports have come back saying, "Hey, this unit isn't bad," or "This unit is actually really, you know, I'm glad I got to use this unit," or "This unit, you know, is really good in a certain certain uh, situation." So, if it just prompts you to get out of your comfort zone, try try something that you may maybe always wanted to try but couldn't quite squeeze it in. You know, maybe it's like just yeah. a little bit too pr- pricey, but it's cool. Maybe you've just like had the model on your shelf, like painted, just wants to be used, and you're like, just fucking use it, have fun, I mean, you know. I mean, I when I was initially talking to uh, some uh, more experienced Toha players, um, and I was saying like I wanted to use the Kilsan, um, they had this sort of thing where like, oh yeah, the Kilsan's kind of every yeah, the Kilsan's like, like a good example actually. But I, but I I found um, it's just in the right circumstances, it's just a beat stick. I think what it does, in, 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 for me anyway, I think it does quite well, is it does what most other Toha units don't do, which is kind of walk up the board and just not give a shit about a lot of stuff. You know, like, sure, like, you've got your um, your commandos and your drawl, but an unlucky hit on them sort of turns them into not very great profiles. You know, once you get past the mate, whereas this guy's still two wounds, armor four, isn't he? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, armor four. Yeah, and he's also great in close combat. Like, I think he's just a really good all-round profile for the points you pay, especially when you consider yeah. when you compare him to a drawl. I think he's like six points more than a drawl and has yeah, a oh, whole extra wound. And something, something like that. Yeah, has a whole extra wound. Has a whole lot more stuff. Um. Uh, you know, it's is is uh, well. He's actually the same same speed. Um, you know, he's just he's great. I really like him. But he's kind of like the Raziel boarding team in some ways, right? The Raziel boarding team is another one of those profiles that I think used to be really really terrifying in N three, but I don't see it used very much in N four. I don't. I don't think it's ever got less terrifying. Um, in uh, in N N four nano screen still works the same, and that's what made it good. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I guess. I, yeah. I, so, I, yeah. What you what you sort of you know, so are we getting just to rattle a couple off from? The um, so you know? we've had uh, so we've had Casanova from O twelve B run. Um, yep. which he's 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 cool. Like he's the most um punchable face in Infinity, but he's a pretty good profile. We've had um the Alpha Seed. We've had um, oh god, I can't even remember what the other profiles are. We've had someone run up to Octavia. I think spoiler alert, she's still bad. Um, uh, I, I've run, I've run the Alpha Seed. I've tried running um, the Anaconda as well. So you know, got got some profiles in there which are 
You know, some of them are, and there's some oh. profiles which as well, which people have been posting about, which I don't personally think are bad. But I think that comes down to maybe the meta, right? You know, so maybe some some areas that play certain ways maybe think, oh, this unit's poo because the meta they play in means it doesn't ever see the light of day. So it's good to see like different people like kind of, you know, take different, uh, take a different uh, stance or, excuse me, on what they believe is a bad profile. And actually, like funniest of all, um, Ryan, our own Ryan, he 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 kind of went the other way and he ran Aleph without any proxies. <laughs> As a kind of like, as the opposite like way, it's like I'm gonna take the best unit in the game and not and use not it. Use it. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm surprised someone needs someone needs to do one, especially somebody who's played him in N3. Do a Gorgos one. Yeah, man. Yeah, the Gorgos. So I, 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 good, I, th- I think they've been, I think they've got quite a boost in N4 because they're not burnable anymore. Yeah, for sure. And I think um, the Gorgos is a great, great, great shout for for that. Um, I mean, I don't know. There's yeah, there's lots and lots of stuff in there. If you just if you're just willing to like take a look and like willing to change something in your list and and throw it in there and give it a try, like I think it's um, it's a lot of and, fun. Yeah, and and if you think about right, this we're not we're not going to judge you on your justification. It's what you what you produce as far as just writing. So you know, we're not going to be like, eh, it's not a malign profile, and tell you to bugger off. No, exactly. That's a good that's a good point, Jacob, that you raised that because we have had some people ask me like, oh, does this count as a malign profile? And I'm like, dude, if you can justify it, yeah. if you can write a report and tell me why you don't think it's good, or tell me why someone else says it's not good, and then and then you know either justify that it isn't or justify that it is or or you know whatever. That's fine. What we don't want to see is someone say, I heard someone say an avatar is not good, so I ran it and then it was good. That end of my story. Like that's, you know, have a little bit more. Um, yeah, you can you just explain your explain your reasoning. Like I think, what was it? Or, or your English teacher or your, um, you know, in high school was always like, you know, you're, you'd uh, answer a question in a test with a one word answer and then like their response would be like, Why? You know, explain your reasoning. That's all we want. Just, just, you know, write a paragraph, give us your honest thoughts, um, and then send it in. And then you could be in with a chance of winning a blister of your choice from Toy Soldier Imports. So, just you know, put the effort in, guys and girls, people. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all, right. all right. All right. Okay. So before we get into the main segment, uh, discussing the summer seminar, uh, we're going to go for a quick break, and we'll be right back. Uh, recording now and we're going to go into the summer seminar does that sound good to you jacob yeah, let's do it cool all right listeners welcome back and we are going to discuss the summer seminar that uh cb put out what was it on the week during the week oh sorry i'm just gonna turn Friday. my heater off just gonna, just gonna turn my heater off as well it's making a lot of noise apologies um so professional uh <laughs> sorry yeah uh, what was it so when, when was it i think it was friday yeah right. I remember, okay. I remember. I remember watching it at like eleven o'clock. So this is like hot off the press, guys. You won't hear this anywhere else unless you listen to um, the Dice Abide. They'll have done it already. Um, but uh, we, yeah, we're just going to get straight into it. So we'll get started with the RSDA stuff. Get that out of the way. Um, uh, so not much here to report. We already know there's going to be more skins. We already know there's not going to be more exp- any more expansions after the four-player um, starter set thing. And uh, not starter set. What's it called? Um, prime time, and there'll be a new AGL in September. So, is, is, is that prime time like everything together? 
Prime Time is you can play. Oh, it's the four player thing. Yeah, oh, it's the, the deathmatch. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's it's hella fun. I've played it a couple of times now, and yeah. I honestly think that is the primo game to be playing like on a Friday night before a tournament. You know, if you're like in a hotel with a bunch of people, like play yeah. RSDA Prime Time. It's still want You still feel like immersing yourself in Infinity, but not quite. Yeah, the it's... level of having another game after a day of three games. Exactly, it's way more beer and pretzels, and you can yeah, you can really have fun when you have like a four player game. It's it always leads to like someone getting ganged up on, so it's it's fun. Um, then we moved into Defiance. So Wave Two, they talked about when it'll be delivered. I mean. I don't know when we're going to... Some people have gotten theirs already, I believe, but... I'm well, still... by the looks of the map or whatever that they put out, Australia should be the first people to receive their Wave 2 deliveries. Okay. Right, because uh, pre- pretty much what happened from their map is the ship went from wherever it's being produced in China straight to Australia. Right? Didn't Obviously didn't go to Spain and then back here or anything like that. Hmm. Um, so we should we should be probably by the end of August all have our um, Defiance Wave 2 I'm looking forward to it I'm going to get I'm finally going to get Revenant I'm going to get my um, Janstar and my um, Muscle Lady uh, Rackrot Ken- Oh yeah uh, Ken- Kendrat Kendrat Yeah uh, as well as who, who else is on the Revenant uh uh, was in there? Don't know. <laughs> I actually oh, I have no idea. I can't I've no remember one. now. I don't know why I'm having such a blank on them. Uh, uh, oh, it was, was it John. What's his face? Oh, John Hawkwood. Isn't that is that is that Outcast? So yeah, it's Revenant and Outcast. So Outcast are the mercenaries, and then Revenant is the Revenant ship, which is I don't know everyone else, I guess. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to uh, there's Cho. Uh, she's an Outcast, I think. Uh, Raul. Yeah, um, Joel and Raul are in Yeah, the there's, there's, some, there's some cool other models. I think there's some other Toha stuff there, I believe, f- as well. I finally get to see the fucking... Um, is it the Megalodron? Is that what it's called? Oh, yeah, because you haven't got your Wave 1 yet. Yeah. yeah. Wait, have you got a Megalodron? <laughs> yeah. It's, oh. it's sitting in my box. It hasn't left the box. It's so bad. Oh. I'm still sitting here staring at Caden First Strike from... Oh, I'm so... Like, my painting oh. queue is... Worst, the I'm gonna worst. finally get Trisha. Oh, right, Trisha. Oh, yeah, been sure. Waiting for Trisha for so long, and that's that's the one of the most annoying thing. So, you know, the real effect of COVID is the fact that because I haven't had any tournaments, I haven't had a chance to win Bravati. I'm gonna have to buy one probably because I've only think I've, I think I've only, I only have a chance of maybe doing two tournaments: the one that's coming up and uh, uh, Brawl, baby. BCB. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. I'm just gonna like what what is in, in Wave Two? Because I'm like, oh yeah, who cares? But now I'm like, really wait, Wave Two is all the expansions. So if you yeah. either if you were you know cheapskate like me and you didn't want to pay all that postage, yep. Um, you got um everything in Wave Two. Otherwise, it's like it's stuff like Outcasts and stuff like Revenant. Oh wait, so um, is it not then also the all twelve stuff? So it's like it's not like Saladin and the Lynx and because I, I think Sa- Saladin came in Outcast. Yeah. Yeah, so it's them as well. And there'll be uh, uh, the, not the Lu Jing, uh, the Le, Le Gong. I think he's in there. Yeah. Fat 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 Yan Yan. Is he? I think he's in there too. I think I think I think he was. No, I think 
they were actually just part of um, a particular level of pledge. Oh, okay, right. That yeah. that could be the case then. Yeah, I mean, that's the only model I regret not going for, which was yeah. Lee I mean, Kong. all of all of late wave one was mostly just like a whole shit ton of Shazvasti, and then combined army. So wave two is all the cool stuff. Uh, oh, it, you're gonna get. Um, uh, Kusanagi, she's going to be in there. Kusanagi, yep. Def- yep. Uh, not not Defersen, um, the father, oh, what's uh, his name? Sforza. Lucen Sforza. Yeah, he looks cool too. Actually, you know what? No, I'm getting excited. There's some really kick-ass models in there. Qui-Gon. Um, really yep, looking Le- for Le- yep. Qui-Gon. Lei-Gong. Lei no, 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 no. The, um... Oh, the... The Zuyong... The Zuyong the, uh, Zuyong dude. He's in Quai Gao. Quai he, Gao, sorry. My oh, mind. sorry. He he was in Wave well, I'm One. I'm getting him. I'm getting. Okay. Him. Anyway. Anyway. Enough of that. Enough of that. We're we're we're, we're done talking about defiance. Um. Well, no, actually, not 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 no. Actually, not not quite. They did they did announce the um Luxumbra are releasing the MDF ship of mm. the defiance the defiance ship. Which it was it called again? The um. Oh, we're so good. The Revenant? No. <laughs> what's it called? I don't know what's called now. <laughs> oh my god! I forgot. Um. I think it looks fine. Yeah, yeah, it looks fine. Like it's fine. It's it's okay. Like I, I mean, I'm like not that excited about it. Honestly, I would probably get it, but then it's another MDF kit that I have to paint, and I'm really bad at painting. So I don't know. Maybe I'll yeah. outsource it to somebody who can. Maybe I'll outsource it to Pete because he's really good at those. Um, MDF maybe just, maybe just enjoy when it pops up. See it. It'll be cool because it does have playable interiors, which is nice. It does also mm. work in Defiance, which is cool. Um, yeah, like I, I like the design of it. I like, I like I like how it's playable in the inside, which is great. But I don't know how many people are actually going to get it because it is available now from the Luxembourg store. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's a nice looking. It's a nice looking uh, ship, especially the MDF being a little bit lighter and probably a little bit more f- uh, forgiving for transporting as part of your terrain. Sure, yeah, um, that's a good point. Yeah, and you're if you're really, really into um, uh, defiance, then yeah, it'll. Um... The problem is, right? I just hate paint. I like, <laughs> like, I hate painting MDF like internals on an MDF building. So, am I gonna paint the internals of a? It's like you know when you got the the Space Marine Rhino when they had the internals, and you're like, wow, cool. I'm never gonna paint that because yeah, they're gonna never fucking gonna see never gonna see it. So who cares? Uh, it's gonna be the just, same with a ship. <laughs> to show that we are like one percent prepared, it is the uh, Defiance sh- shuttle ship, the Stalker. Right, the Stalker. Okay, good. Thank you for that. Um, Julie, uh, Jacob. Um, so anyway, uh, speaking about terrain, we've also have the micro arts terrain. I've come out with the pre-painted stuff, which looks kick-ass. Yeah, th- that that I'm really excited with. Um, in my game with Kellum, I realized that if I want to be, you know, a proper part of this community, especially now that we've um, lost a couple of our sort of stationary places, I'm probably going to have to get a table of terrain. Yeah, man. Yeah. Because um, eventually I'm going to meet someone and we're going to rock up and go, oh, so you got train? No, I didn't bring train. I didn't bring train. And we just have to leave. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Uh, we've got a lot of people in the community with terrain, but we could always do with more and we will need more for Burn City Brawl. So uh, get some of that uh, Precinct Sigma stuff. It looks real, real good. Who, who, who was selling it again? I know you just said Micro it. Arts. 
Baccarat, yeah. yeah. Uh, then we had some Warsnall released uh, Crimson Stone markers. So they got some like tokens for all the Crimson Stone releases, which is really cool. Uh, they've yep. got like a smoke template for Wolfgang. Um, and they released some special terrain for it. So that all that that stuff would be like really good for prize support. So uh, depending on how much money we've got left over yep. for BCB, I would definitely look at picking up some of that stuff. Yeah, so they, they, they released a... Um... Uh, it was a, like a Yujing warehouse sort of thing. Yeah, I saw it. it looks. I mean, Warsaw stuff always looks good. The reason why I never buy it is because it looks. Is it all? I can never do it justice. Like the paint job on it. Like we've had a couple of our listeners post their tables on our Discord channel, um, mm. and oh my god, the stuff looks so good. The guy Yan, holy crap! Well, sorry, it's actually not Yan. It's his friend. Sorry, I always forget. But it just looks. I, like a video game it's amazing like i just want to live in that city um but i could never do it justice because i'd just be like zenithal three primer gray done um so mm-hmm. it's like it looks really good so um Marshall stuff's great but i'll probably never buy it myself um so then we get into code one stuff so we have uh, Cor- Corvus have announced their Beyond Crimson Stone box. So the Ariadna half of that is the Scotsguard oh. with Marksman Rifle, the Cosmos Soldat with APHMG, and William Wallace. You go first. I, I ain't going to say it first. <laughs> okay. Uh, the Scotsguard looks great. The Cosmos Soldat is like fine. And William Wallace looks too much like Mel Gibson. So I'm out. <laughs> Yeah, look, I, I, I'm taking a look. I actually, I mean, maybe I'm just like, yeah, I actually have a box of um, the old Scots Guard. Oh, they're great. Um, and they, they still look mostly the same. Obviously, you know, better sculpts, probably. Um, as in, like, for, as terms of like quality of sculpt, sharpness of detail, that sort of stuff. I know that this box, the original box I have in front of me, is oldish. Um, but he looks great. You know, he's giving a sweet thumbs up. Um, I love seeing Ariadna look um, a little bit stupid because I think they are <laughs> kind of a um, stupid army. Um, in, uh, like it's 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 fun. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's fun to think of them like especially their assault pistols is like the they um, they look like the pistols from the Matrix. You know when he pulls out two pistols yeah, and yeah. does like and he runs does. forward. Yeah, um, it looks like that. So they're great. The Cosmos sold that. I kind of wish they lent into the like silly uh, like spacesuit dude with a machine gun thing. Um, I, I've said it, you know, to other people as I I feel like he looks a bit too much, just like a guy in an EOD suit. I don't know if you remember there was a scene in one of the Call of Duty games where you put on yes. an EOD suit and just walk around with a heavy machine gun. He yes. just sort of looks like that. Yeah, I think um, I I was a bit disappointed. I thought he would look. Like, for being an S2 figure, um, he doesn't look that chonky. Yeah. Like, there's a... Oh, what's the other model that got released? It's an S2... Like, so, okay, so, for example, um, all the military order stuff, right? So you got the Knight of Santiago is a great example of that, right? He He is an S2 figure, and he looks jacked. He's like a big... He's like a chonky boy. And then you've got the Cosmos Soldat, who is also an S2 figure. He's S, he's armor six. And he kind of just looks like he's wearing like a bulky spacesuit. And he's kind of running funny with his, I don't know. 
I don't know. I, I would have, I would have appreciated more of a, I don't know, strong profile uh, uh, pose, perhaps. But I don't know. It's the render, so it might look better when he's painted. Yeah, and um, I know, like, I mean, as soon as they announced William Wallace and the fact that he looked like Mel Gibson's William Wallace, I mean, sure, that's sort of what they do with some of the named characters is they just rip them straight from uh, pop culture. Okay, but okay, I'm going to stop you. I'm going to stop you right there. I'm going to stop you right All there. Right, go for it. Go right for there. It. So, 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 what are the other named characters in the in the universe that you would take from uh, from a movie? Um, the one I would say is Achilles. Right. Okay. Now, does Achilles look like Brad Pitt? His face does. Does he though? I mean, does yeah, he, I mean, he he's, really? He does. He I mean, d- he, like a, at the at the very least, his hair on Achilles is done the exact same way that it's done in the movie, like the braid and shit that he's got in the front. Okay. Sure. His his right. his hair his hair looks a little bit like yeah. Brad Pitt. The the, um, the not the render. What's the word? I'm what's the word I'm looking for? The artwork is it the artwork I'm looking for? Is yeah, it? yeah. I, I think you are. It looks a lot more like anime. Sort of doesn't yeah, look yeah. like Brad. He at all. he he. Like, but for William Wallace, it looks like they just pulled that straight from a scene yeah, from Braveheart. I, I, okay, no. Um, his dossier. His right. dossier. That's it. Yes, the dossier. The, the dossier for um William Wallace. No, for for Achilles, I think actually does look a lot like Brad Pitt. Okay, I think they did actually make him look like it. I can't, I can't pull it up right now because it's it's a bastard to find. Uh, yeah, I just think as, as, I just think as as far as any other, you've got because you've got William Wallace, Achilles, John 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 of Arc, um, uh, Saladin, and you got like the plethora of other pop culture references. Okay, we we all know that Senior Massacre is Senior Deadpool. Like that, we just know that is the thing. That's fine. Um, all the new, um, what's it called, uh, Morlocks, uh, the Suicide Squad. Yeah, they are right. Okay, so we know that they are pulled directly from like those pop culture references. But for some reason, William Wallace, as a Scottish person, just fucking irks me because it's he's. He's an he's an Australian anti-Semite, so I'm just like not, I'm just not comfortable with it. I'm just not. Just remind me who did play um, Achilles? Brad Pitt. Okay, yeah. In 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 uh, Troy. Yeah, if you take Troy. a look at if you take a look at the dossier for Achilles, it is just Brad Pitt. Yeah, like okay, I'm not that upset about it, but I think, yeah. I think that <laughs> they right. could have I... just like not pulled quite so f- like quite so much from yeah. from that would it be would it be would it be nice yeah. um, i mean for, yeah. for, for, for me i also find um that for such a central model he's just got such a weird pose uh, for me he's clearly jumping in the direction of like his legs but for whatever reason is very weirdly turned to the side. Uh, yeah, I don't he know why he just looks like Caden First Strike. He's no, essentially Caden First Strike from Defiance. See how Caden First Strike? His hand is in line with his knee. If it was William Wallace, his hand would be at right angles. Right. Okay. I see. Right, because he's looking out to the side, and he has his he has his sword essentially where Caden's hand is. Right. It's just for for me, it's weird. I really like um either his older his older sculpt. 
as far as like posing goes. Yeah, uh, yeah. What, what like, I, you I, know, I'll what, get into some other bad poses. I think that the new sculpts have. What I would have liked a bit more, I think, like I don't overall. I actually don't mind it. What I would have liked to have seen is maybe a bit more William Wallace in space. Mm. You know, put like give him a bit more armor, like give him some sort of like weird like Scottish space suit, like that would have been hilarious. And like I don't know, I just he, he, we've already got a William Wallace. Maybe what, they could have done something a bit one of different the good with him. Things I think um, give him a top knot of, or something. To, I don't know. to sort of separate it from quite being so, uh, or maybe even a bit more from the coaches. Um, if you take a look at the Highlanders, they've got the kilt, but they've got, and you probably might know what this is. Or better than me, but they've got the one that goes from like the shoulder down to the side. Okay, so so just as a, a bit of a, a bit of a history lesson for y'all out there, so a kilt initially was a. So if you want to think about a kilt in a similar way to a toga, so okay. the original kilts were not like a skirt; they were a full body garment. Right. So that's so, that sort so of you, things like the toga sort of. Yes. Yeah, so you wore the whole thing. So the thing yeah. over your shoulder also went around your waist. And the idea of the kilt was at nighttime when you wanted to lie, when you wanted to go to sleep, you'd you'd un you'd basically undress yourself and then roll yourself up into the material of the kilt, which is all wool, and then lie down in the in the in the heather, and that would be your bed for the night. Oh, so it was like so, so it was like a um like an woody. I I mean I'm not gonna I'm not I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna answer that question. No, I don't, I don't <laughs> think it was anything like an woody, but it was it was it was like a long length of wool that you would yeah. wrap around yourself and that was what a kilt was right and that's why you have that sash up the top whereas obviously nowadays with the um popularization of 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 scotland and and how we've how things have changed over the generation over over the years with with us being uh, with with basically tartan being banned after the jacobite Re- uh, rebellion and then how it kind of become became romanticized with the english queen it sort of you know, everyone thinks about a kilt as being a skirt, but it's actually not what originally it was. And also, no one wore kilts during William Wallace's um, life anyway. That wasn't a thing. So, uh, anyway, yeah. So that that thing you see on the on the Highlanders is a bit more, is more kind of what you would see as a full body um, yeah. garment. So. Uh, yeah, so overall, I like it, but we get into the nomad half. So, Jacob, do you want to talk about the nomad half? Uh, I, I mean, I, I think every single time one of these things comes out, there's always people always want to say like there's a winner or a loser. I think as far as like for most of the skulls, but especially the profiles go, I really think that um the new nomad stuff is just. It looks so good. I yeah, I would agree. I would agree in the in as well as saying that the profiles are more usable. Like, are you gonna leave? A, you can leave the house with a with a tomcat or a Vostok. I don't think you are. Yeah, and the, like you know, the intruder is probably one of the like meanest profiles. You know, MSV two camo marker is just nasty. It is. It is. It is. It is a, a unique profile in that regard, for sure. Um, so what looking we, at them. So what? So, at, so what? What? What is in the Beyond box? Uh, so you've got the Tomcat. So you've got a Tomcat uh, multi-rifle light shotgun. Uh, I think it's modelled with the Gizmo kit. Like, well, it's Gizmo kit, but I think it might be a multi-rifle. Yeah, 
and he gives him a kit. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's an engineer, or maybe just a hundred to gives him a kit. Uh, it's an engineer, yeah. Oh, okay, it's an engineer. Even the um, the wildcat uh, with the Spitfire. Yep. Um, are they just the, a mimetism profile? Uh, I don't know. I was actually just about to look for it myself. I was actually just about to look up the no the no uh, uh, code one uh, rules for it. Just want to see. Yeah, MSV one. Yeah, all all wildcats have MSV one. So MSV one and the Spitfire is just a specialist, or it can be a specialist. Oh, okay. So the Wildcat's almost like a um, like an invader. Mowib. I was gonna say Mowib. A Mowib. Mowib. Because it's got the um, number two and all that. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and one that we've been waiting for a long time to see, which is the um. The, the Vostok, the Vostok Sputniks. Oh, sorry, it's an N, it's an NCO in in N four, the Spitfire, not a specialist. It's specialist oh, in, in it's Spitfire, a specialist. Yeah. It's a specialist in Code One. But it's an NCO in uh, N four. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then we've got the the Vostoks, uh, the big heavy um, Nomad remote S S four. Yeah, it's the right number. Uh, yep. Yep. Um, which one is it? So it's the, M, so it's the Mark 12. Yes, the Mark, Mark 12 plus one damage, Mimitism Nick 6. Yeah, I was to say, is that the Mimitism one? Yeah, it, nasty. It, 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 it is? It can it is? be. Yeah, it can be. Yeah, it's, it can it's, be. It's, it's, in fact, yeah, that's the one. That's the linkable one. Uh, yeah. Um, like, devastating. Such an oppressive, it's such an oppressive piece of shit. I really, you know, I really <laughs> just fucking hate yeah. it with all of my heart. <laughs> I mean, as someone as someone who will always say his first love was Aleph, I think it is, I think it is a, it's certainly a more like cool looking model than um, the Rudras. Rudras has got yeah, this I, little, uh, I, little backpack. I love the Rudras, but I like the sort of tiny tank look that this thing's got going. Yeah, I like I like the the way that they've gone with them. The uh, similar and some in many ways to the. Um, Oh, uh, I guess actually, maybe not quite as much. Sorry, I'm just taking a look at my Hacker's Lamb remotes. Because they've got the tracks. The Hacker's Lamb has got the tracks on them. And then the, the Vostok's got the quite chunky looking tank tracks on them as well. Yeah, with like on the end of its uh, legs. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like the, yeah. I guess the Magaruba Guard felt like the first remote that came out with that kind of the uh, little tank tracks on its leggies. Mm. And then everything, all the other ones came out with that. So, yeah, I, I, um, yeah, like I don't know the the Ariadne half of it is 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 okay. Like William Wallace is is cool. Cosmosolda is something that people should use, but probably don't because CB have made a pretty poor profile. Poor profile, and then the Scotsguard Marksman rifle. I'm like, yeah, I mean it's fine. Code one, it has use, I guess, because you can take the camo version of it, but in N four. I'm like, are you taking a Scots Guard marksman rifle, or are you just taking a Scots Guard missile launcher? Yeah, uh. exactly. It's, <laughs> right. It's, it's an odd. I, I, I was, I was actually thinking about this. Of what, what I reckon they could, what, what I reckon I would release if it was me. Like, but you know, looking at it from more of a customer's point of view, is if they. Um, 
was thinking is that instead of William Wallace, I would have, I would have, uh, if it was me, would have put in um, Unknown Ranger. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. from a mm, yeah, I think I'm always trying to balance this with the N4 and Code One, right? I'm 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 a big proponent of Code One, so I'm always like looking at things, going, oh, and from N4 point of view, it's this, but from a Code One Code One point of view, it's oh yeah, it could be okay. And and like when you look at William Wallace, right, in Code One, and he's 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 amazing in N four, um, and you need him right for Cosmos all that because sorry for Cosmo because he's your lieutenant, but even in um, Code One, right, you know he's still like he's still amazing six four six four move two wound CC twenty four BS thirteen with AP rifle plus one damage it's fucking brilliant he's yeah. really good so it was more more what I was thinking is. You either you either put um, the unknown uh, ranger in there, or what I was thinking is take the cosmos soul that out, put them as a blister, and put in um, I just saw it for a second what oh um, a cataran, put in the cataran sniper rifle, maybe change up the Scots guard to be one of the different, ah. ones. and then suddenly what you've got is it's still cosmos soul that, but it's also as it turns out like I know I know CV's probably not thinking this right, it's also technically a tiny little um caledonia box okay yeah uh, you know what the um the cataran's not a bad shout for for the beyond box what because what i mentioned earlier about the cosmos soldat and code one being two wounds people who play code one and i don't know who those people are but there should be more of them is they'll play the cosmos soldat and be like this guy's awesome he's got two wounds armor six yeah he's like killing stuff and then you're like let's move him into n4 and then suddenly people are like just put push his shit in and then you're like but wait he's he's kind of shit now like the vet the vet kazakh's better but the vet kazakh was worse in code one what happened what happened cb why did you do this to me why did you make me buy this model ah so Yeah. yeah they they i don't know yeah, now that now that I look at it, I again because it's because it, it's a box for code one. Um, the Cataran is irregular. T two uh, has you know limited camouflage, and there is, there is no Cataran in code one either. So yeah, well that's what I'm saying is like he, he doesn't fit in code one because he has so many things that just don't fit into it. So I get I get what they've done. Um, I maybe even would have said replace the Cosmos sold that with another SAS. No, they need they need the cosmos all that because it's the, it's a model yeah, with a, yeah. it's a profile with a model. So it was it was fine that it's fine that they did, that they did it. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, and, all um, right. So uh, sorry, were you gonna say something? No, no. So with that, um, we will move on. So we've also on the code one side, they've talked about they've also said they're gonna the Zond remotes are gonna get remake, which is great because the old ones are a pain in the ass to put together. So yeah. thank you. And did they show the, a picture of them? They did. Yeah, there's, there, well, there's like a dossier of it. Oh yeah, a little dossier. Yeah, I like the I, I like the new. I, I think it's nice to see. I know, it's nice to see that the heads are keeping like a unique look. I'm not so excited the fact that they all the robots seem to just be getting four legs and wheels. Yeah, yeah. No, there's not too much individuality there. I guess the wheels give it a bit more. Um, Bit more surface area to glue onto rather than like the the spindly leg yeah, that they used to have, right? Yeah, you know, and I'm sure little... you can tell us stories about the chicken bot. Yeah, um, for sure. I mean, I mean, actually, you know what? Chicken bots were really good because they had like, you know, feet, actual feet, feet, yeah. right? But like the old um, Zon bots, 
fucking horrible, right? So yeah. don't miss them. I um, or I even the um, with... current current combined army remotes. Actually, they're not too bad because they they're thin at the bottom, but they get thick really quickly. Yeah, the combined army ones aren't too bad. Probably about no. the same surface area as what the new ones have. Yeah, true. Um, um, so yeah, you yeah. know, I th- I think they they're managing to keep their personality um, in the new robots while making them a little bit more serviceable to put together. Yeah, sure. I like them. They look good. Um, and then we've got a new support pack for Nomads, which is also um, was a was is a good reveal. Yeah, no more parachute pants. So yeah, for sure. Like we've got the um, male Dactari and a female Clockmaker, and the female Clockmaker looks like the is the cat Catwoman still. So they kept the Catwoman, but they've just changed her role, or she's now the engineer, not the doctor. Yeah, and uh, and you know, I mean, for, for, for the people that hate the models that that are like that in um, <sighs> in Infinity, she's no longer or like sort of in that pinup sort of pose. Or was that no? That was, a, was that a bootleg or no? No, I think that was the actual Dactari model. I don't actually have the Dactari model, but um, that was what it looked like. So yeah, I really like the male Dactari. I think I like his um, mask that he's got going on there. Yeah, the little rebreather looking. Yeah, thing. yeah, it looks yeah, it looks good. it looks good. I'll, I'll you know obviously wait to see the painted models, but I like it a lot. Um, okay, so jumping into N4, we had a few things that were released. So we had the San, or not released, but revealed. We have the Santiago Spitfire that looks mm-hmm. freaking awesome. That pose, that, oh, if that thing looks painted, when it gets painted, oh my goodness. I wonder, I'm, I'm looking at the render right now. I wonder whether the spikes on his feet will be kept. There's like spikes on his feet? Yeah, he's got like little like it almost looks like climbing spikes. I'm, this is just me looking at it. I I guess from a little engineering point of view, is like are they supposed to be gripping onto the base because he's a little bit bigger than his twenty five mil base? Oh, okay. But, um, but yeah, yeah, that's you know as we were talking before, the Cosmosolt that just doesn't quite have the presence. Of that thing does like right. Gets. Doesn't that thing look menacing? Yeah. It looks fun. see again. It, it just looks so right. good. Mm, really I good. Mean, if, it, if honest, I didn't hate panel so much, I'd play that. Yeah, that that that, that is my thoughts exactly. <laughs> I I look at military orders and I'm like, military orders looks amazing. Uh, yeah, right. I don't want to go near Pan Oceana. Yeah, I mean um, the closest I'll go is Starmada. Yeah, no, they, they are um, excellent. I love. Uh, I really have been loving what's um, uh, Cobus Belly been doing with his swords. Um, yeah right. Of late, I think they're looking great. Um, and hell, you know, anything with the trench coat's got my um, seal of approval. Sure, yeah. And then speaking of swords, we've got the regular Montessa with the red fury. He he's he's got the whole sword up in the air. He's like, yeah. what, did, what did the what did the exclusive one like? I don't even remember. It it looks sort of similar, I guess. But I think the I think this pose looks better. Let me just take a look. Uh, all right, here we go. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Just trying to compare the. Is there much difference? Um. Not not hugely. Um. 
they're pr- pretty pretty much just like sort of an arm ish. But yeah, you're right. The the other ones here, Amy, the the gun, the, the um, pre-ordered one, uh, the exclusive one. The other one is uh, this one's obviously him put with his sword up into the air. As far as just the dis- as far as like the dismounted one goes, um, you know, you know, it's pretty much the same. Just a dude walking forwards. Okay, um, cool. Still with his. His stupid crash helmet. Yeah, I mean, you know what? It's it's growing on me though. That that is, hel- helmet is growing on me. I don't know why. It, it just it does make him look like he is the bike. Yeah, so it's fine. You know, uh, you know what? Looking at the um, exclusive one, I think I know what my problem with it is. What's that? It's they've painted it like it's a crash helmet. Okay, how would you paint it? Just just the same color as the rest of his armor. They've just got it as like a white. Like in the sea of blue, it's suddenly this white part of his helmet. Whereas right. just just painted a blue or just something that melds into the color scheme. Sure. Um, anyway, yeah. So, but yeah, great model and like is almost hot rod. Uh, not, yeah, hot rod looking thing. Yeah, um, but but even better regular release is the regular Mendoza that they're going to come out with. I can't believe that that wasn't the exclusive model. Oh my god, how fucking good does it look? The, the fact that, like, <laughs> the exclusive one's just him standing there. Yeah, he's just like, he's come just at standing me, bro. There. And with, like, he almost looks like the, um, almost looks like a HVT. It looks like the ale of HVT that has, like, a hand in his pocket. And yeah, even, yeah, his like face is gem. so, like, clean shaven and neutral. He's just like, oh, hey. Yeah, it's just boring. This is him, like, raging out, like, um, you know, a dude powered. By conviction and God should be. Yeah, like this is like so. This is the fourth Mendoza they'll release now. This is the pose. If they wanted to do William Wallace, this is the pose William right. Wallace should have had. <laughs> right? Yeah, like it's such a good pose. I love it. It's so aggressive and like ah. Um, it, it, could I, would I be good enough to put a kilt and a beard on him? Just yeah, I mean you could try, but like you know. Yeah. So we've got the we've got the claymore though. We've got the uh, so we've got the Aristea Mendoza. We've got the uh, Kinky BDSM Mendoza. We've oh, got the, the flame one. Yeah, we've got the exclusive, and then we've got the regular. And the regular, again, in typical CB fashion, is the better one. <laughs> uh, I, w- so. I, I would actually, I would actually say, I think for the last few, I've, I've always preferred um, the regular, the exclusive ones. Oh, no, really? Like, I, like, well, I'm thinking like Dart. I think the exclusive Dart. Was better. Well, it was. Yeah, I guess we had like Dar when we had Valkyrie. Honest, I think honest, Valkyrie I think, looks better. Uh, which one? I like Valkyrie. The exclusive. Uh, yeah, the ex- no. See, I like the exclusive one with the sword out. The axe out. You mean? Oh yeah, axe. Sorry, is that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, I think that was this one looks great. So I. Oh shit! I haven't actually seen. I hadn't actually seen the. Um... Aristea one, fuck that! Just you see Aristea Mendoza, he looks sweet. He looks sweet. He looks like a space marine, but he he's fine. Yeah. Um, he's just a shame he's plastic. Um, so then we've also got another regular recent regular Parvati, who does not look as good as the exclusive. She Parvati. looks like she's falling down. She yeah, she's kind of she's okay. She's mm, yeah. Again, when we we were talking about presence, <clears throat> the ITS one um, has like feeling of presence like it's yeah like standing strong this one sort of like looks weak at the knees it doesn't really have too much of a focus yeah i, um, I agree it doesn't look as nice so 
Um, it's, an, it's, it's a shame. I've still got my Clockwork Parvati, so that'll be my my go to Parvati if I if I use yeah, her. Like I said, I'll have to either try and win one or before the season ends, buy myself a box. Sure. Yeah, you may have to do that. Uh, then we've got regular Octavia. I think she looks better than the exclusive. Yeah. Um, this is this is the same as like um, Mendoza. Is that her original pose was just sort of plain and boring. This one's got a little bit more action in it, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and also got a scenic base apparently. No, oh, okay, then I know that. That's good. Well, I'm um, assuming I'm assuming it does from the picture we've got here. She's got they've modeled uh, some sort of scenery on her. So yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't actually look that closely. I just looked at her pose. Um, so then they've come out with another shrouded, uh, which actually I really like. I really like this this shrouded, even though I've got a bunch of shrouded now because of um, defiance. I'm also considering taking picking up this this guy. So uh, he looks he looks great. Um, uh, some more tigers. So the people who didn't back defiance finally get four tigers. Yay! Mm. Yay! Those people. Um, and then and then excitingly, uh, we also had the Jujack box. Jujack regiment, yeah. So I, I took a, I took a look because I wanted to make sure I wanted to rem- remind myself because obviously it's been a while since I've been able to you know swap up armies and play a whole bunch of different things. Went to remind myself sort of what the Jujack was. Um, and I, I I don't I mean I, I'm excited because they are again CB do such a good uh, job at heavy armor. These guys look. Like the the male models, which is the rocket launcher, and I I'm guessing um uh like a multi rifle heavy flamethrower. Yeah, I can't tell. I guess so. Yeah, Im- impressive. <clears throat> it could be the fam- yeah, missile launcher, wasn't it? The Jujack. Oh, heavy rocket missile launcher, something like that. One of those things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the other one's got you know like some sort of rifle and flamethrower. Um, but it's I just I hope that the character that they bring out with the box makes getting the box worth it. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> I don't think you'll ever see those many Jujacks on the field. Because A, they're only AVA4, and B, I don't, they can't even call themselves. Can they not? No, I don't think hmm. they have. I don't I don't think they have uh, core. And now I've got to make sure I check it because if I'm wrong, I don't want to be... Wrong. Uh, <laughs> Reminded uh, of it. Yeah. From I don't want to be. I don't want to be executed for, from all the Jujack lovers if there are any. Yeah, they've only got fire <laughs> team. They've only got fire team duo. In what? In 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 white banner. Yeah, white banner. Really? That sounds yeah. wrong. Um, they can. They are. They can join a fire team of Shengji. Oh. But rem- remember when we were first playing white banner? We found it. It's weird because white banner sort of work in. In that they actually work really well if you have a three-man core and uh, Harris. Yes, yes. Um, so you get into. The, I, I really hope that the character um, makes that box worth getting because she looks amazing. Um, Shock marksman rifle is an interesting weapon to put on a heavy infantry. So I hope she's got something else that can make her stand out, like MSV or something, you know, use, useful. Uh, yes, so, something like that, or just some sort of. I don't know. Are they well, missing? she needs she needs to be more useful than the Spitfire Jujack. That's kind of what I'm getting at. Because at the moment, if you're looking at a, a, a shock marksman rifle versus a Spitfire, I'm gonna go for the Spitfire. 
well, I don't, yeah, I, it'll depend on how many points she is, I suppose. Well, I guess, but I mean, you're paying 32 points for a Spitfire, so I don't know, how many less points do you pay for a Shock Marshman? I'm just thinking, like, you know, she should, either, she should be a specialist, she should definitely have but, some kind of, like, mimetism or vision mod or, 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 um, Maybe be an engineer, perhaps might be an you know might be a thing. It should be like a um, white banner version of um, Crit Corum. Yeah, it could be, could be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, look, we'll we'll just have to wait and see. Um, how we she will indeed. Comes out. I mean, for for me, it always seems like the whole point of Jujax is cutting around, cutting them around because they have um, the heavy flamethrowers. I think almost, I think every profile has one except for. She could be the, the um, you know what she could be the uh, white banner version of what's her nuts in Invincible Army. Uh, Taishan. Yes. So maybe she's got like chain of command or something who like has, that. Fa- of- Firewall neg six maybe. Yeah, I'm. Tr- well, yeah, I'm, tr- I'm trying to take a look at. And uh, also, it does come with it does come with a tin bot. So it could yeah, be... Yeah, but it, but one of the Jujax has a tin bot. Oh, true, yeah, because it's yeah. probably the Breaker okay, Combi yeah. Heavy Flamethrower. Potentially, yeah. hopefully, maybe um, NCO, because I'm just taking a look and they don't actually have an NCO. Okay, yep, could be could be good. Well, that's some speculation for you listeners out there. Uh, yeah. And then lastly, we have a Saladin render who looks good, I guess. Yeah, we could have a, another Saladin model. Uh, I, mean, right. I, don't, I don't. I don't think anyone's ever complained about CB not pushing out really nice character art. Yeah, right. Exactly, and and that'll be like one, two, the original Saladin, the Defiant Saladin, the O twelve Saladin, Starmada one. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Starmada Saladin, and then this guy. So there'll be, there'll be four Saladins. So like, it's sort of rivaling. It's coming up to John Dark of levels of um. Models out in the out, out, out in the uh, out in the community, mm. uh, so it's fine. And what else have we got? So we got uh, ITS thirteen and AGL. No dates yet, which sucks because I want to know when fucking ITS thirteen is coming out. CB, tell me because I'm running BCB. <laughs> I got what the vague vague date of September. September, I know. And you're like, oh god damn it. So, uh, so, but the interesting, the, the most exciting part of the seminar was released at this point here because they're like, well, we're not going to tell you when ITS 13 is going to start, but we are going to tell you what's in the box. And what's in the box is a uh, limited AGL, what do you, Fiddler, Fiddler, Fiddler is, yeah. the, is the model. So she's going to be available for the AGL and uh, ITS in similar fashion to what they did with Wild Bill. Um, which is was that this year or last year, Royal Bill? Uh, oh no, last year because Parvati's last, this year. Yeah, yeah, so basically, yeah. they're just going through the rounds and doing Royal Bill, Parvati, now Fiddler. So, um, what do we think about Fiddler? I, I think all of her character art and stuff is really cute. I like the idea of like the um, like the like the really cybernetic uh, body that she's got. Mm-hmm. My biggest issue with her model is the fact that she is doubled over. Did they right, reveal which... the actual model, or did they just do yep. the render? Oh, they got a render. Sorry, I should say they've got a render. But she's essentially like she looks like she's like on her uh, whatever you want to call it, the mono wheel that she's got. Um, that she's stopping 
but because of that, she's leaning backwards and bent over, which means all that nice cybernetic body stuff that she's got is going to be really difficult to a paint and b see. You're gonna have to uh. like you're gonna have to look at it almost like you're trying to look like up at any other model's skirt just to see all that nice detail. Right. Let me let me just bring this render up because I didn't really look too closely at that. I, I was literally painting a model at the time, and all I could think of is that's going to be difficult to paint. Okay, so we've got da 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 Cosmo Soldat, Cosmo Man. Sorry, this is great radio. Let me just gimme 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 gimme. Gimme, gimme, gimme. So, well, okay, so what do you think about the profile? Oh, well, the profile, uh, I, th- I thought it was uh, I thought it was pretty good. I was more, I mean, to be honest, the most interesting part is not necessarily her, although looking at what she's got right now. Um, Dodge plus three, engineering, immune shock, immune to critical hit, climbing plus no, in- yeah, okay, so incredibly tough, incredibly fast, decent shot, um, I uh, don't know why she's so got the plus one burst in close combat, but sure, why not? Every little bit helps. Um, yeah. A decent en- a decent engineer. Uh, climbing plus Oops. Um, is cool, depending on, you know, in the Infinity World, what her little mono wheels class does. She's the only, uh, oh, okay. she's the only biker that can go up the walls. I see what you mean now about her, uh, her, her gubbins, her cyber boobs and stuff. They're kind of like facing downwards, so they're not terribly easy to see um but her face looks yeah everything else about her looks pretty cool but yeah, let's, it, let's, it, the, rest, the rest is fine but yeah, is, yeah if we talk but, about the profile but the profile wise um yeah. yeah so i looked at her and my first thought was jesus christ that's 42 points yeah that's pretty much what i thought um i mean like Hey, this is the July challenge. So, like, I'm I'm looking at this profile through the the lens of, you know, what I would look at as a toolbox profile, and she's 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 pretty toolboxy. You know, she's she's an engineer, so therefore she's also a specialist. She's pretty um, durable in that she's got no one in cap and shock immunity and immunity to crits. She's only armor one, but you know, it's fine. Um, she's she's fast, so she's a speedy specialist, which is great. She's whip fourteen, which is a great whip. So she's a good specialist, speedy, climbing plus, can get to places, and then she has two up to two jackbots who are essentially her ablative wounds, right? Who have Vulcan shotguns, which are fire shotguns. So uh, yeah, the, that that that's the biggest thing is her continuous damage the shotguns. Ja- the jackbots are. By far the scariest thing about her. If you manage to get a jackbox within two and a half inches of somebody, and you go, "What? You know, what are you going to do? do?" Yeah, right. You either dodge to, you either dodge and hope to avoid the shotgun, or you shoot. In fact, that or you shoot. But the problem is, if you shoot when they're too close, then the person just goes, "Are oh, they explode?" Exactly, and then they explode as damage thirteen shock. So it's yep. essentially you getting hit by a mine. So these guys with climbing plus are fantastic at, at um, you know, getting rid of those midfield midfield specialists that mm. are annoying. You know, you could, you know, you hey, you've got a speculo in your uh, in your DZ jackpot. 
You've got a uh, shrouded in your half of the table that's like you know near a button jackpot. Like there's a lot of uses for those jackpots. Yeah. Um, I- and and sure they're only whip twelve, so they're not discovering much. But what I thought was a quite a useful thing to do is, so, you know, let's just say you're up against a, I don't know, whatever, Corregidor or, you know, whatever it is, some some midfield camel marker. And uh, let's just say your opponent has a core link missile launcher. Uh, so you run a jackpot up the side of a building to get on top of a building next to, the, next to your opponent's camel marker. Your um, your opponent's arrow piece now has to go, well, mm, I can shoot at this jackpot, but if I shoot at it and I don't kill it, then it's going to explode onto my camel marker. <laughs> I, I, I was thinking... Um, like a missile launcher is probably a bad, a bad example because a missile launcher no, will I, just I, take I it straight to dead. But, what you about know, an anti-Miranda, anti-Miranda device? You run them up to a Moran and use them to clear both the crazy koala and hopefully the Moran. Well, I mean that that's like most other you know Oxbot profiles, right? You know, um, uh, yeah. But I guess with the addition of climbing plus, it, it makes it very useful. Yeah, you you you're dead right. And the the six four movement and the fucking shotgun. Oof. Yeah, and also when you look at the fiddler as well, she does have drop airs. So you know, you you can be like, well, I'm gonna move and then throw a drop bear because I'm pretty sure you can throw a drop bear as your second half of your order because it's targetless you can still shoot with a jackpot yeah on a target yeah, because there's you, no target well more importantly when you have peripherals you don't have to shoot at the same target no okay, okay yeah okay good point good point so yeah you can throw a drop bear and then move a jackpot around a corner and shoot something or whatever you want to do mm. but you can throw a you know you, you can you can do some really nice arrow yeah. Um, forks with this with this unit. She is forty two points, so you're gonna have to find space for her. Yeah, I can, I can, I don't see her being super, like, not useful. I don't see her fitting very well in Tunguska. She's an expensive model in an already expensive sectorial. Um, sure. Bakunin, maybe. Um, again, Bakunin tend to be a little bit more expensive because you're relying on those riot girls. Well, and that sort of thing. I'll, 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 going back to Tunguska, I think where you where you might be missing a trick here is um, Tunguska don't have many template weapons, so being able to support your core link or your Harris of um, what do you call them, fucking hollow men, with a couple of jackbots, I think is pretty useful. Yeah, yeah and then and then, and then it's an engineer that you can then use to repair the. Hold them in with. Yeah, that's 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 not too bad. Um, uh, and I don't, I don't honestly, I honestly don't know enough about uh, some of the NCA armies that they've got there. Like, I don't know how she's going to do in Druze or Dashat um, uh, or S- UK. St- Starco. I obviously I play, I, I play Starco. I'm not too sure where she would fit in. Um, because we've already got an engineer in the form of an Ermandino, so you know it's eight points versus forty-two. Probably gonna go with the Ermandino, but uh, as far as having it, I think for me personally, it's it's the ability of finally having something with um, G synchronized. Because you know a lot of the armies I run don't have G sync. They don't have those tricks. They don't have those 
that ability. And um, like in my game uh, recently in Canberra, I, I talked about how my opponent used uh, Pupniks very well by just climbing plus up a, up a building, standing like one millimeter away from my speculo who was still in impersonation state and being like, this is where I live now. And my speculo yeah. can't fucking do anything because as soon as she tries to move out, she runs into a Pupnik and then gets stabbed. Same oh, idea with this with the with the jackbots. Like she tries to stab a a jackbot, the other one just shoots her with a Vulcan shotgun. Yeah, I didn't realize the jackbots were so tall. They're S two, so I thought they would have been S one. Oh, okay. So, but um, the, yeah. the other good thing is, I mean, if you if you really need her to, is um, she, you know, she can repair the jackbots. Um, she can, yes. Yeah. So she, yeah, she can do that. I feel like she's gonna be really nice. Um, in some of the vanilla ones, especially like Nomez and Hakislam, just because you can power her. Yeah, Hakislam, I don't know where I'd fit her in because yeah, our like need I'm... for engineers. I, I, you know, that's that's actually the thing I think about when I look at her. I don't actually look at her engineer profile and go, "Hey, let's have an engineer." I look at her and go, "Hey, here's somebody who's sort of durable, six four move, climbing plus with a couple of heavy shotguns." Uh, uh, continuous damage shotguns that she can move around with her. I almost I see her as a midfield hunter. Yeah, that, that's that, that's that's how I look at her. Who well, also she... happens to be a specialist. I don't see her sitting back and repairing tags or anything yeah. there. I see her as yeah, as the specialist stuff. part of her is just a nice to have. Um, yeah, and, and and really, like I said, the, the star of of her show is the. The jackbox because uh, she has a contender, and as far as a contender goes, she has a nice contender. It's it's um, a plus but a it's still there, yeah. it's still only burst two. Although yeah. burst two DA is not horrible. It's not bad. Her um, plus one burst in close combat is kind of interesting with D charges. Yeah, on a CC I mean, CC eighteen profile, it's not bad. I mean, look. If you're using her to CC things that are worse than her, you're probably fighting just like regular line infantry and wasting your time with her. Yeah. I mean, it depends. And most tags are about uh, CC 18. So, you you know, you're, you're risking it. But, yeah, I mean, you know, the extra burst decharges. Uh, are decharges um, uh, disposable? Yes, they are. Disposable three. Right, so she she only gets one shot at put, throwing two. True. Um, yeah, yeah. That's which is still not well. That's that's interesting. What happens when she runs out? I suppose she just uses one. Yeah, she does. Um, she yeah, she, she can use her power CC weapon. So. Yeah, she also does have a like a good um CC because that does two hits, doesn't it? Yeah, plus and one burst. Paralyzed. No, the para. No, no, the para. No, I'm, thinking just, of, I'm thinking. I'm thinking of ECM. Aren't you're it? thinking of uh, EM or Flash, but it's just para, yeah. so it's just fizz minus three. But you know, plus one burst two CC 18s fine. I don't think you know you're not using her for that. That's that's kind of a bit of bloat. Like you know, there's a fair bit of bloat in this profile as far as I'm concerned. Like mm-hmm. plus one attack, plus one burst, dodge plus three, dodge plus one inch. You know, immunity crit. Like none of those things are like meh. Really, you're taking her for climbing plus, no one in cap, um, her drop bears and her two jackpots. That's it. Yeah, not, um, yeah I, I'm not, not super sure. Yeah, I'm not super sure what 
what the aim of her um, necessarily okay uh, necessarily is she seems to have a lot of everything you know being a specialist has a little bit of close combat has a little bit of survivability has a little bit of those peripheral um tricks but like i said she's a really expensive profile and potentially in armies that aren't going to enjoy how expensive she is yeah i mean i think i think you know i look at her and i i think of something like uh your mate from alef what's her face the one with the the two bots and the em stuff uh the uh, are you talking about um, silly, uh, Celia, or, nope. uh, whatever her name is, or you're talking about the, um, I know which one you're talking about. I just can't remember its fucking name. Uh, let me uh, find it. The, Arjuna, Arjuna. Arjuna, that's it, yeah. Yeah, so, like, I sort of look at her in a similar way. You know, she's got, she's got this ability, she's got this really, real ability to go after certain targets very efficiently and very well. So I think her, you know, she has the ability to be like, hey, if you're on a rooftop, I'm fucking coming for you. Um, you know, with, with these shotguns and these explodey boys. Yeah. And I'm a specialist, so I don't mind being in the midfield pushing buttons. If I'm, you know, playing Supremacy, if I'm playing, you know, whatever I'm doing, I'm, I'm pushing buttons, I'm being I in zones, I'm 42 think, points. I think what you might do, might find you do with her is, because she's so quick, is and she's got climbing plus, is you might get her up to somewhere in the middle of the map put her on a rooftop, but have her jackpots down the below and just have her jackpots run around and kill anything that's stupid enough to stay in near the middle where she is and not kill her. Yeah, no, that, that that's exactly like, you know, what she's for. Like she's, yeah, I know, I, I see her as being a similar use to something like a peacemaker, except she's a specialist. You know, she's, yeah. she's in, she, she moves up to the midfield. She threatens uh, opponents with, Template weapons are very dangerous because they're continuous damage, so you've got to respect that. And if she loses her jackpots, she's still a specialist. And she's still on a rooftop where you can't get to her. And she's still got drop bears, so she can go on a rooftop, throw a drop bear, and be like, cool, I'm, I'm here now, come get me. So I think, she, yeah. She can be a real pain in the midfield if you've got, like, if let's say you're playing a mission, I mean, we've all played missions where we get to, you know, the last part of the turn you're like oh i got like three orders but i won't be able to achieve anything with it with her you can put her jack her jackpots in a good spot chuck out her drop bears put her prone um and you've you can just gum up this like this huge area around her yeah i I reckon so i I reckon she she is and i think people are liking her but i think she is the epitome of the july challenge i think people will I think people look at her and go, that's really cool. And then they try and put her into a list and they're like, oh, fuck, she's 42 points. Because, like, 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 you know, sorry, just for uh, everyone out there, there are two other profiles. There's a 28-point pro- There's a 28 point profile that has no jackpots and there's a 35-point profile that has one jackpot. Let's face yep. it, you're looking at the bottom two profiles because mm. you ain't paying 28 points for an engineer. Yeah, especially especially not in like especially not in nomads or Huck Islam, where there are plenty of better options. Well, yeah, and you don't really, you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, and the ones you need, the one the engineers you need are the ones that sit in your DZ with a with a with a with a bot. Oh, actually, the good point as well because she can take uh, uh, peripherals as well. Can she take the little little dudes? Yeah, 
because they don't yeah. um, synchronize doesn't interfere with servant. So if she wants to, she can still sit in the back, use her jackpots to defend the DZ, and then send the Nazmats or Zonbots or whatever you want to call them out to do her bidding. But I don't think that's what you use her for, honestly. I think, yeah, she she is. I think she is actually the the you know exactly what we're talking about with these maligned profiles. She has a lot of kit. And she does does a lot of things. Um. But I think no one has she, any idea what to do with it. Yeah, I think so. I think at the moment people are kind of like, "Ooh, ooh, this looks interesting. I could use this and do this with her." But I think when it, when it when it'll come down to the crunch, she'll get dropped for cheaper profiles. Yeah. Um, but I mean, she has a lot of use there. Yeah, you know, t- talking talking is like taking something for like an engineer. You're not taking her an engineer, especially not nomads, because she right she at forty two points does not compete as far as doing being an engineer very well with uh, Zoe and Pywell. Yeah, Zoe Pywell even an even a fucking clockmaker like or yeah. or or an evader. An yeah. evader engineer, right? You're not going to compete. So uh so that's her. Um she's good. I'm not going to say she's not bad. She's not good, but she mm. we'll we'll see what happens when she gets dropped into army. Um, and then lastly, uh, we'll finish up with Tigrade or Tagrad, um, as Carlos calls it, or something like that. Um, <laughs> I probably butchered that. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. So we have so we have the Stonebreaker, which is the inverted commas Pano Tag, um, which which CB are very clear at doing. They're like it's not the Pano Tag. It's the it's the Pano tag. It's the mm. yeah. It's the mining company exactly. Right. So I love this tag. I think it looks amazing. It's got the bubble head. It looks so derpy. It's great. It's definitely gonna be my tag of choice. Um, uh, you know that's fine. They released the uh, they showed the uh, Ariadna tag, which Ari- is going to be tag, yeah. yeah, which is going to be called the crate, the crave, <laughs> the cave the crawler, cave crawler, cave crawler. Um. And I, I kind of like the background they give to all the different mining companies. So the, the one they gave for these guys is Sterling Forge. And it's a Caledonia arms manufacturer selling arms to all the other warring Ariadna factions. And then, uh, I don't know, something happened and they ended up having, you know, having a, like a tesium mine. And they're like, fuck yeah, tesium's excellent. So they just sell tesium to well, all that, the human sphere. That, 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 that's what's, what they were selling. They, they were a, they were one of the, I think he said, they were one, they were the mining company started by the clan who happened to have a, tesium um, yeah. mine. Tesium mine. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so that's why they have enough money to, you know, Participate in tag raid, I guess. Yeah, so like tag raid just sounds. It's like it's like kind of like the gold rush, like the wild west of Infinity, where they're on a planet just like mining away, looking I for d- stuff. I mean, I, d- I don't know because the big uh, reveal that they had mm. is that uh, there is uh, a mega beast. The <laughs> mega beast. Uh, I love. I, I love how that, that's what they called it. Just the mega yeah. beast, which uh, looks. Oh, I mean, I, I'm, gonna, I'm going to say reminiscent of Dune, Sa- Dune sandworms. Yes. Um, I mean, it's a big worm that comes out of, out of the ground. So take a pick of uh, which one, which uh, pop culture you want to pull that from. It. Always Beetlejuice. Oh, I was going to say um, <laughs> Mass Effect, a thresher in Mass oh, Effect. Oh, yeah. Goddamn sandworms. Um, yeah, so they've got, we've now got four factions. We've got the... Mm-hmm. Uh, 
the green for Ariadna, the orange for Eugene, the blue for Pano, and, and the red for Nomads. Right, or the orange, orange or yellow, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So you've got four factions. Which of the four factions are you gonna are you gonna play if you were to get Tagrade? I I probably would go. I mean, I can only really go on looks, can't I? Probably mm. the Nomads one. I think the Yu Ching one looks the coolest tag, but I reckon it's gonna be most vanilla tag. I'm gonna go Pano man. I want that. I want the bobblehead. You want you want to you want to you know what it kind of looks like? It looks like a big sister from Bioshock. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I reckon that the um, the Pano tag or the Pano. Sorry, I'm, I'm using my my bunny ears wrong. The Pano tag is going to be like the sneakiest tag. It's going to be like completely anathematic. Like it's going to be sorry anathema anathema to like what Pano is. It's going to be like the speedy sneaky tag who's like does all the tricksy stuff. Yeah. Even though it's uh, Pano. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I mean who knows? We, who knows? We, we, we hardly know. even know what the game is about. My, what I am glad to see, and I was sort of glad uh, to see it when it sort of first came out, is when they first announced that it was a tag deathmatch, I was worried that, a, and that they were going to do it as a Kickstarter, I was worried that they were going to use it as an opportunity to update very quickly a lot of the older tags. Yeah, we all so thought that, didn't we? Yeah. The, the lizard, uh, my, like I'm thinking the lizard, the... Marut. Uh, the Marut. Did the Yodem get an actual upgrade? Or uh, it no, it hasn't got an upgrade. It's got a new arm. Yeah. It's look, it yes. looks good, though. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Guija. Uh, no, the Squalos needs a new tag, I reckon. Squalos, whatever. Yeah, or the Dragao, one, yeah. one of those guys. One of the ones that ha- hadn't been updated. So I'm glad to see that this is essentially... You know, this is, you know, at the very least, that doesn't have anything directly to do with um, Infinity. I mean, hell, you know, as with everything with CB, maybe they'll put these profiles into yeah uh, into um, ITS. Who knows? Um, they might be shooting themselves in the foot, though, because I reckon there's a lot of people out there who are hoping that they'd get a new uh, lizard tag, and they see this and be like, "What the? What do I do with this? I can't. Pl- I can't play this in ITS and won't pick up Tigre or Tagrad." Um, so I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but um, but I was I was glad to see that uh, to see that that wasn't what's happening. Um, as for whether I'll get. Tag Raider, whether I'm excited for it, I, I don't know. I don't know enough about it yet. No, no, I don't. I, I like I like the premise and I like the effort that CB are putting into the kind of the backstory and the and the building up the sort of like you know this isn't Pano, this is like a Pano Corporation mining corporation type thing. I like that. I like that shady side that they that they they, they build into Infinity as a as a game like yeah. that kind of real world setting. I like that, but I don't know yeah. if I'm going to play it. It's been it's been something that's always been the background of um, the Infinity Universe is the fact that you know it's the future mega corporations you know that sort of dystopian um, sort of set piece. Um, so this is the first time they've actually put it to the forefront mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. of any anything because um, it's always been about you know either covert operations. I mean like Cold Front 
or like um, Kaldstrom, both of those were, you know, covert operations in someone's territory, that sort of thing. Um, they haven't really touched on any of the organizations or, you know, the mining companies, the guys that have the, I suppose, real money. I'd love um, to see, like, I'd just love to know what's going on with the everyday person in the human sphere. That's what I'm most interested in, right? That's what I want to see. You know, so I want to see, like, just regular miners rocking up to their work every, you know, Monday, getting an alcohol drug test and then just, like, digging away and then go, oh, fuck, a worm! And then, like, a tag coming out and being, like, punching it to death and being, like, back to work, you know, man. I, I feel, I feel like it's almost I the opposite. The, the miners are doing all the actual work and they look in the background to watch these tags fighting it's like the rich kids that just go oh right yeah yeah so they go to tags like punching so they're watching they're just watching smoking you know like the the dude from you know uh sterling is you know sharing a beer with a guy from you know mine core and they're just like fucking yeah like i I, yeah you're yeah you're right I, i i would love to see just like how these different um yeah the real world side of um of the of of this game is fascinating to me so i i want to know what these um because the pano one has it and the uh the nomad one has it yeah i want to know what these um these like the rings they have on their arms are because they look like like heating wires for cutting foam or something oh right (laughs) You think they're just like they're doing craft in their spare time? What the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. Well, obviously it would be like industrial for cutting rocks and stuff, but I want to know what the fuck it is. Yeah, right. So you reckon they're, yeah. I'm assuming I, it'll be like their melee weapon is like some sort of, you know, you know like heating, a, a sort of like heat, a heating heat monofilament sort of thing. I mean, mm. considering that the, the cave crawl looks like its melee weapon is going to be a jackhammer. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, there's there's lots to re- be revealed in uh, in Tigrade, and I'm quite looking forward to it. Hey, look, so before we sign off, I've got a question to ask you that I was going to actually ask you earlier, but I completely forgot. Was out of the all of the new things we saw on um, during the seminar, what was your favourite? My f- my favourite. Oh, let me go back through them. I think I think my favorite model that they revealed probably would have been uh, probably Octavia. Oh yeah. Um, even if even, like I just think she's cool. I was going to use her as a um, uh, Frontovic with heavy rocket launcher or a line Kazek with uh, missile launcher. Well, that's a own. that's a cool conversion. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, mm. she's got the, she's got a really nice Gothic flavor with her like jacket. And she stuff. does, and her hair as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, so I might have to consider picking up that one because I think she's cool. Favorite thing that they brought out? Let's, let's just sit, let me get to the beginning. I wish I wish I could say that it was um, beyond cold front. Um, so I'm probably, yeah, I'm probably gonna have to say probably the Jujack box. Seeing seeing that there's gonna be a Jujack character, I always I always like characters. I think that's the reason why Power Pack, uh, not Power Pack, Panic Room is such a um, beloved mission at the moment is because you get the excuse to take all these cool, you know, was it Dramatis Sonai or whatever it is? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. The um, characters. Yeah, I, I, I really like her. I love to see what's her name again. Uh, uh, so, so, Sora Kwan. Sora Kwan. Yeah. Sora Kwan. Uh, 
yeah, so I'm looking forward to um, seeing what these shoes. I hope I hope she's you know, uh, you know somewhat exciting. Yeah, um, hopefully she's probably useful. in second place is um, the the Nomad support box because especially in Bakunin, the fact that Clockmakers can join Riot Girls and um, yeah moderators, especially Riot Girls, it means she can walk along. You can walk into hacking nets and she'll just come up, fix the Riot Girl, and keep going. This is a good point. Um, so I think she's actually a profile that people are going to want to um, actually take in their army. So it's good that they've made a nice model for her. Yeah, no, definitely. I agree. I agree. You know, I think the support box uh, was probably my favorite of the initial, like, initial look at it. But I think on closer inspection, I just can't get over how much I love that Min- the Mendoza, the 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 render for Mendoza. He's just like he is. He is. Let me find him again. Where is he? Where is he, little fucker? So angry. He's so such a good looking. Um... He is. He is about to slice you in twain. Like he is fully like. You killed my father. Um, yeah. Yeah. Really, really dig it. Um, yeah, and uh, looking at the support box, um, the um, the Daktari um, is a wild card in Corregidor. Yep. So I think, I think, yeah, I think that box is not only really good, but is going to see a lot of use because um, it's useful just to be able to drag those profiles along with you. Yeah, for sure. No, I, I like it. Um, I like it. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well. Uh, is there anything else we want to mention before we clock off? No, I don't. I don't think so. Um, I'm, I'm, I, I'm just, just looking forward to, you know, next month's releases. Uh, just, just, it's always nice to see what CB's cooking up, uh, and I hate the fact that we only ever get to see it once a month. Yeah, no, once a month, eh? Oh. I mean, you know, I we've, mean, we've been locked in for three weeks, so... Yeah, months feels like years now. Is it three weeks or two weeks? I don't know. Time has no meaning. It's, it's <laughs> been so slow. I just... Oh. Uh, uh, and then I, I feel and then like I, I heard... saw this a million years ago. I know. And then I, like two days. Uh, I know. And then I, uh, like, segue, like, I heard Nick talk about, like, you know, because we can go back to face-to-face gaming tomorrow. And he's like, oh, I might, I might go to Axes and Ales. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, true. We can do that. Oh, I must. Yeah. I must play some games. Um, That's so, what I thought. I was like, I was like, I really want to go back to the gym. I'm like, I really haven't face to face. You oh, should fuck. do both. Do both. Go to the gym and, and then, then on the, on the hobby night because I've been trying. I, I've had Warhammer for ages. I've been trying to get a game a game of it with Ryan. Um, and it, on the hobby night, he's like, "Hey, did you ever end up getting that AOS game?" I'm like, no, you didn't. Re-, like, he didn't respond because he was doing stuff um and then lockdown so i didn't have anything any chance to do anything mm. so it's one of those things where now it feels like i have to fit everything in really quickly before the next fucking lockdown happens. yeah right that's why i'm going to the mountain like tomorrow yeah. no, i don't i don't blame <laughs> you at all i feel i feel like going fuck off work i've only got a two weeks exactly before we have to go to lockdown again I've you, not are, used... you annoyingly get to do that because you get fucking time off i mean i know right really i've got all this annual leave i'm not used up yet because lockdown and i'm like i'm just gonna use it now while i can i don't have any annual leave because i just changed jobs oh my goodness well i don't know what to say about that except you've been listening to lost of the tenant my name's kevin i'm jacob 
<laughs> Alright, thanks for listening. Uh, oh, see us on Discord. Fuck, I was going to say that. Anyway, good night. Good night.